art. Hello. 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 They might see us. Oh, they got to see us by now. What's going on? Huh? Throwing in all that podcast. Looking for it. Here it is. Or Thermopolis, both of us. I know. In the same room. It's strange. Um, I kind of liked virtual life. Yeah, virtual life's fun. Nothing not being was, around you. Yeah, nothing was real. It didn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I felt like more because the terrible things that I would say, you would be far away land in like a digital world that didn't yeah. exist. So I would say horrible. You know what I mean? And I didn't. Now when I say it to your face, you're just uh, alone in a room. Yeah. Now I'm. Now I have reactions. We could have just uploaded an algorithm. And like deep faked it. It could have been anything. I could have a cat sitting there and just deep fake it as Steve. That would probably be more interesting. <laughs> um, I okay. So I got the fucking vaccine yesterday. Part one. Did you have to two. for work or something? No, no, work doesn't care at all. I, I, I. They're the. Oh my god. They did don't fucking care did at it all because Not, they're the whole group are the ones that like don't believe in. So you had to do it like in order to get your birth control re-upped or something? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I had to, it was a backdoor deal for sure. That one's for all the Loomis guys. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, and, uh, but like my fucking, so it, it, I didn't feel a thing, you know, at first. And then like a few hours later, um, it started to feel like, Hey, I got a flu shot or something. Like it started to ache a little bit. And then we were watching TV and shit. Only <laughs> I don't know why. I just picture you in a dugout. <laughs> you in a dugout getting it for the first time. Yeah. And then telling Phoebe Cates that's that it hurt. That's where I, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> in the dugout at fucking Kiwanis Park. Just some guy in a fucking duster. Um, there, okay, so I got it at a mental hospital. Um, that was like one of the locations. So the Buffalo has this beautiful fucking campus, which is wasted on all these fucking crazy people. You'd yeah. think, you know, a nice setting would be, uh, you know, comforting and everything, but give okay. us something, you know, that their place is way better than Delaware park. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did you, uh, that's pretty cool. Well, I guess maybe because like, uh, they need to be kept a little more peaceful. Yeah. They need to be kept a little more like. Well, it wasn't peaceful when I was there. People, People were screaming at yeah. things. There was like, you know, when Mac from It's Always Sunny like dresses up in the duster, and yeah. he kind of had this dude was he was getting the vaccine, but he was like a former patient. I don't know yeah. how they let him out, but he was screaming, and they were like, just when they gave him what he wanted, and then he settled down. But he had the a duster on, and then he had to slick back hair, and he almost had like the Nightman fucking makeup. It sounds like Goth Alley again. Yes. Did you, are you sure back. you weren't in Goth Alley? That wasn't the vaccine, dude. Well, I just started shooting up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goth Alley. You know, this fucking, I, I'm so sick of this world. I just, I, I always said, you know, if I That's were terminally better. ill, I would do heroin. That's and uh, now I'm just kind of speeding up the, the process. The vaccine fixes everything. <laughs> To to make myself terminally ill. Really. It sounds like Goth Alley all over again. Um, it was a strange experience. Um, you know, and then okay, so then last night my arm started to really fucking hurt, and then I woke up this morning and it was fucking like killing me. So it's like a big needle, like that, for example. <laughs> like that's it's like a big ass needle they put in there. So okay, so I I talked to the nurses. I think, hey man, this is kind of like a big moment because this is like the fucking plague of our time here, and uh, I'm getting a vaccine, right? So I'm like, hey, you know, it's been a long time coming. Like I can't believe uh, today's here, and they're like, yeah, okay, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? And they're like, 
because you got it built up into this storybook like you're getting the polio vaccine yeah you're gonna tell your grandkids they're like dude this is just brita water yeah this (laughs) This is is all bullshit (laughs) placebo um (laughs) (laughs) either way whatever it is it's sugar water if it's a fucking vaccine it fucking hurts more like so unnecessarily it's like incapacitating how much it fucking hurts right now yeah and those weird pains that like you don't have like our couch you got to really, you can't fuck up with our couch. You sleep on it the wrong way. Yeah. There's like a metal, or no, like a wood, like part of the frame that'll just dig into like the perfect nerve of your spine. that will <laughs> send pain up and down, like from north to south. It's fucking right in the middle. So I know what you mean. It's that deep pain that you can't, like you don't, you can't pinpoint it. No, it's there's, just there. It's, it's everywhere and it's nowhere. And it's, <laughs> yeah. like, you know what I mean? It just drives me fucking. It's like so a I'd phantom put it, like, a pain. Shit ton of fucking CBD oil on it before I came yeah. here. And uh, that seems to kind of fucking help, man. That's the I use that CBD oil on fucking yeah, everything. Yeah, of course, man. It's great. Um, uh, that yeah, don't uh, be careful with it around your your nuts. <laughs> why? Because it's like, oh, did you not have, like the icy cold one? No, there's no, like the no, icy not the, ones. No, no, yeah. no, no, that I've accidentally. No, I've. Uh, I remember I used icy hot one day when I like got home from work and I was super sore. Get and then like any guy, like three seconds the later, to pull it inside. Three seconds later. Um, I touch my balls because I'm a guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Exactly. And then it was the worst pain. I had to like wash it, uh, wash my balls off. And then like I remember like I had to like put a fan directly, like <laughs> like because there was no relief. Like what? It's just some burning chemical that I put on all over my nutsack accidentally. It was, you know what I mean? It doesn't even. I don't care. Icy hot does not feel good. I've never really tried actual icy hot, but the CBD stuff with that's like a cold, like a cooling sensation or whatever. Cooling's I one have thing, tried. But- the first time I tried it, we flew back from somewhere and it was like a shitty day of being on a plane all day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't. And then the package was there, like waiting for me at the door. Like the first oh, time this, I ever got oh, it. Okay. Yeah. Like the mail had gotten yeah. there that day and we flew home. And, you know, after you fly, you're like, oh, I yeah. just fucking my whole body feels like shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to take a hot shower and then just lather up in this. <laughs> And I didn't realize it was what it was, and I just went nuts. And then, like, I was, like, it was, like, burning. Like, my whole skin was burning. Like, I was on fire, but I was freezing. It was so fucking weird. I had to take another shower, like, immediately. (laughs) Yeah, it's horrible. And wash probably, like, $48 worth of the shit off of me. If you take any advice from me, anybody out there listening, um, it's do not fucking mix Icy Hot with your deodorant. Because I remember, I I think I worked out, and, like, I had, like, pain right here. So I put the Icy Hot there, and whatever chemical mixture it had with that and my fucking deodorant, I had, like, actual burns from it. Well, deodorant's a weird thing. Deodorant's, like, has to, it's, like, a heavy duty you think it's gotta be yeah you think of a man now people are guilting me about my fucking deodorant that i use too like mm. oh, the aluminum use fucking charlie's charcoal factory Who talks fucking... to you about your deodorant instagram just a, an ai <laughs> it just i'm scrolling and then all of a sudden it's just like guilt you know what i mean about no, you're falling for it and what does guilt follow up with we have the best one and you should buy ours <laughs> yeah. not guilt sales to... <laughs> well, <laughs> no... it doesn't work because i don't buy shit but... <laughs> yeah unless it's a fucking stupid t-shirt unless it's like an eight pack for fucking four dollars <laughs> at the dollar store they're like... that's where i get to <laughs> they're like your fucking deodorant slowly giving you cancer and i'm like "Ooh, a sabbath rules t-shirt <laughs> like screw you on i mean i don't care <laughs> Kill me now. <laughs> so, okay. So, you know, we talk about phantom pain. Um, I realized I was old. This is another thing. Um, I sneezed. And I've done this before where, like, a different part of my body seizes up. Like, if you sneeze, like, I feel like the older I get, like, the worse a sneeze is um, for me. 
and my taint. It's like a fall. Out. Yeah, like a fall. Like it's, if you yeah, hear an old one. person sneeze, you're like, oh god, is she okay? Well, I I sneezed the other day and it seized my taint, which for those of you who don't know is the area between my ball sack and my ass. Anyone who listens to this fucking shit knows that. Yeah, already. some people might <laughs> not, not know. Who knows? Not, I just yeah. I just felt like descri- you know. Well, is it what's the fucking uh, Jim Jeffries had the joke about how a sneeze is uh, like a ten percent of an orgasm or something? So maybe some some there's a connection there. Yeah, <laughs> between possibly. South but and North are trying to connect to each other. I was other. like frozen. I was like, oh. like <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was like, why? Like, am I that out of shape where a sneeze just like has to like it's like a violent you reminder? Pull like, the muscle sneezing. <laughs> yeah, like fucking go for a run, you fat fuck. Yeah. You know, do something. Got to stretch. I guess, but who, stre- sudden... who stretches to prevent sneeze seizures? You well, know that's what, I what mean? happens. That sudden, like when you slip on ice, yeah, well, that, and you know yeah. how you hurt yourself because it's like your body just jerks in a sudden motion that it's not used to. If you're stretched, if you stretch, you can like handle that shit. You're a little more elastic. Mm. So I guess you have to stretch before sneezing now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't keep up with it, man. I can't. Do, I'm losing it, man. I'm fucking losing it. I knew I was a fucking loser, but after I like my ball sack hurt because I sneezed, like what the fuck is happening to me? I don't know. That's uh, I think maybe there is a connection between like a sneeze does feel pretty good. I think Jim Jeffries, that's a scientific fact. Well, yeah. So I think that your body's sending signals back and forth. And they were like, hey, this, this, this thing got triggered. And down there, it's like something's got to happen. You, you never <laughs> fucking do anything. Fucking do something. <laughs> well, the thing is, it happened. So it happened as I was uh, leaving a, a customer at, at work. Like we were, I was walking out of the back office. I just picked up their money. And I sneezed in a mask, too, which is gross. You know what I mean? But yeah. then I was like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, stop there, like, you know what? I tried to play it cool, and like I instantly started sweating. You know, you didn't tell me you had a mask on. I think the mask was almost like you, like you put your thumb over it, <laughs> it blocked <laughs> it up, and it like it had to yeah, go somewhere the else. Pass of least resistance. The I sneeze feel. didn't get to go out, so it's like your body, like it fucking back, <laughs> like a backfire, like the, like how a fucking shotgun bruises your shoulder or something. I don't know. <laughs> like if you had a mask on, you're not letting the sneeze out. Well, at least it landed in between my balls and asshole and not yeah. directly on my balls or you're, in you're, my you're asshole. So bad. Thank God you had your healthy, clean mask on that just is now looks just face diarrhea all inside of it. It's a bag of your sneeze. Imagine if you sneeze in a bag and was like, this will save us. Yeah. <laughs> thank God I have this on. You know, it, it's just I'm falling apart, man. I just I can't hide it anymore. Um, <laughs> Were you hiding it before? <laughs> you don't. You don't even want to fucking know so, man, I guess, yeah. how much I do keep together. Um, so I was driving. You're fine. No, uh, that's the why people like listening because they're like everybody else is. Someone's got some other horrible story they're not going to tell. You'll actually say it. Yeah, that's true. Because I've truly given up. I feel. Um, you know, I, it's for your entertainment, people. Why does this fucking do that like that? Um, this fucking. Thing. So, uh, okay, so I was driving and I drove past this place and I started laughing really hard. Um, oh, I saw the uh, Elton John billboard, by the way. Oh, you did? About. Yes. Pass it on. Yeah. Com. It's <laughs> pretty funny. The worst and best name for a fucking AIDS website. Um, so I drove past this business and the sign, it was just, you know, it was pretty basic, but it was Parkinson's Boxing. And then I just pictured people in there. Come on, that is like 
There is no way a fucking comedian hasn't woken up after a bender with a cocktail <laughs> napkin that said Parkinson's, Parkinson's boxing. boxing. Like, that's a bit. They're like, all right, yeah, good. there's something there. <laughs> well, the person I was working with, they're like, what are you laughing at? I was like, I don't know if I should tell you, man. I don't know if we're there. You this know? Is, there's no coming back from this. And then I did, and he's like, that's dark. <laughs> that's it. Like, kind of laugh, but nervously. Oh, come on. But that's probably been named that for so long. Yeah. Like, part, like there's a guy named Parkinson. Like, you know what I of mean? Of course. Like, and yeah. That's where it comes went from. Out and... Never. Maybe that was the last one. There's like Addison's disease. Like, there's all these diseases. And they're like, hey, guy, maybe you shouldn't name it after yourself. Because <laughs> it's given like a horrible, like, and other times it says Parkinson's. They're like, oh, God. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mr. Parkinson? Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. No, that's not good, man. Mr. Jeff AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff AIDS. Bassadon.com founder. CEO. Hey, we didn't make the fucking billboard, man. <laughs> Jeff <That's... AIDS. laughs> We didn't make the billboard. That billboard passed so many people said, yeah, good. It looks good. Go that's for why, it. That's why, it, like, whoever did it, probably. No, every man. single person who did that had dinner with their spouse that night going, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> but. That's crazy. And then they're like, yeah, just don't even bother. I don't know. Just don't say anything because then HR is going to show up and it's going to be a whole thing that you even brought it up. Well, it's the most inspirational ad, I think, because he's like the gayest man alive. And if he made it, you know, that's like inspiration. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if he passed all the tests, I guess, (laughs) you know, or you have to be negative. It's just like, I mean, the amount of shit that doesn't get through. The amount of shit that, like, the amount of ideas, the amount of great ideas for TV shows we've never seen that don't get through, but that gets through. You're that right. type of shit gets through. You're like, no, or, or they're like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to let us do See, what? <laughs> if I worked there, that's what I would have done. Not to take credit for the idea, but Pass the thing is, if I can just, you know, somehow. Well, I had an idea for a t-shirt, like a chivy douchebag kind of a t-shirt, and it looks like. Like a like a university, like a school, mm. and it's the fuck. What was it? American Institute for the Defense of Sarcasm. AIDS. So it says AIDS, and then it says we get it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like defending sarcasm. Like it's a joke. We get it. We it's get a joke. That. We get it. But AIDS, we get it. So I think these people. Own- it's a lot better than your fucking golfing t-shirt idea. A <laughs> golfing dolphin. <laughs> That's got to exist already. You were so excited about that. You're like it's. A dolphin in like that was golf so, gear, yeah, yeah <laughs> like, like little yeah. pants. No, but dude, this was the year of awesome possum. So I was trying to ride that wave. I was like, this is the in sync to their Backstreet Boys. We're gonna be fucking rich. <laughs> We're just gonna okay? rip off their idea. Dolphin, dolphin. All right, we need to do this now. And if we would have done it, we'd be fucking sitting in a different studio right now. <laughs> we'd be sitting on top. Joe Rogan be fucking talking to us, being like, "How'd you guys do it? <laughs> Where did this come from?" <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. Well, okay, so... Well, hey, Zach said he saw the AIDS billboard, too. I mean, fuck, dude, it really is getting a lot done. Like, remember how we always talk about commercials, and we go, I don't even know what it was for. And then you're like, well, then it was a horrible commercial. Yeah. This is the fucking main thing is supposed to sell the product. This AIDS billboard's fucking killing it, because we all are like, yo, did you see that shit? (laughs) So it's probably brilliant. Like I said with the Sonic thing, they were like, let's make something purposely ridiculous so everybody talks about it. Everyone talks about it. If we make it good, it's just going to fall by the wayside. Or if we just make thing that says, like, AIDS, like, really, you know, stand up to... But there's a lot going on in that thing. I mean, his bright red jacket and... It's your sunglasses. attention. Yeah. yeah, and then it's, like, a knight, you know, fights for AIDS or something. Which, I mean, like, is he on AIDS' team? Like, he... 
fights he, for AIDS. He fights for AIDS. I mean, Elton John's not fights like, for people. With it's AIDS. funny that like when you think of a Knights of the Round Table, you think of like the most like manly men with like a sword and all the fucking like mm-hmm. muscles and armor, and he's gonna fight and fuck the maidens and like be this dude. And now like the guys who are knighted are Mrs. Paul McCartney. <laughs> And fucking known dick sucker Elton John, fucking <laughs> dick sucker. Like That'd admitted be like friend, is like admitted under- dick sucker Elton John. Like Those are the knights. Like Elton John, known dick sucker. <laughs> he is. He is. What am I saying? Something so. untrue. I'm no. not saying I have a problem with like, it either. It's just it. funny that like you think Arthur, King Arthur, and the Knights of the Round Table. Right. And now our knights are like, well, this guy was. On a TV show for nine years, so we fucking knighted him. <laughs> yeah, you these know, are our why knights. Not? So I'm saying, what if the Vikings fucking Gandalf's strike? a knight, I think. Too. Yeah, the Vikings strike. All we have is a bunch of gay musicians and actors <laughs> to like act out a scene to give him Hamlet, and then fucking we'll get killed by the Samoans. Yeah. If another gang is Khan shows up, we're fucked. Like a, I'm talking a real manly man who, like, as the British are like, sir, yeah, he just me, fucking sir. cuts his head off. <laughs> That's how shit used to be. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. We we have lacked in the night department. Um, yeah, knights have gone <laughs> like downhill. Not anything. No, man. Uh, but they are providing an excellent source of comedy. That's for sure. Which I don't think was their intended purpose. Nah, that's pretty funny. When, when is the queen gonna fucking die? Because it seems about I, time. Never, dude. They all turn into her. Like, we we got through this. Every British person doesn't matter who they are. Jason Statham, when he gets older, is just going to turn into the queen. They all just form into her. So it's like her. her life force type she, of like... She is Britain, and okay. she's always been there. All right. She, the woman's been 200 years old our entire lives. <laughs> <laughs> she's looked exactly the same. She's she was been, actually married to King George. Yeah, she's married to everybody. <laughs> to it's been her the whole time, I think. There's no other way. Um, well, they fucking ixnade the one brother because he was fucking a naughty boy. Which was his oh, name? Andrew. Oh, the fucking yeah. uh, Epstein doc, yeah. right? They talk about him, and yeah, he was like, yeah, I don't fuck little girls. And then he went on TV, he was like, yes, uh, I definitely don't fuck little girls. And then they're <laughs> yeah. like, no, you definitely do. And he's like, well. <laughs> and then one of his things was, one of his things was, they like, there was a picture of him, like, dancing with some fucking girl, some 15-year-old, and he was sweating. And he said, well, that's impossible because at that time in my life where that was dated, I was taking this prescription medication for this thing and it causes you not to sweat. So in April of 2003, I wasn't sweating. And they were like, <laughs> did you seriously just fucking say that to us? <laughs> well, that, you really the only that's... person I know that would actually be able to recall something like that would be Kaylee. Yeah. Um, Kaylee is a master of dates. And if I don't bring up the right date or something that happened, it never happened. War of 1812, what year? <laughs> no, you're not. Not in an argument. You're not. <laughs> you're not when it's weaponized. Yeah, when it's weaponized, you fucking know the exact date, time, what it was. I don't know shit. Um. So okay, I was um driving by Gonzo's the other day. Remember that bar in Lockport? That weird little yeah, like down bar? in the basement. Yeah, it was cool. So there was a uh, one time when we were playing, and. We were set up right next to like the patio entrance. So remember, people Ooh. kept walking through yeah. um, our stuff, which is like a big no no, people. If There's you like see a, a band, door. do not walk in between, like, say, anyone and, and the drummer. Like, don't walk. That is not a space to move. Yeah. Just a public safety announcement. All right. Um, but seriously. And so there, there was so many people that kept walking through. And 
finally I had enough. One guy came through and I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to fucking say something. The guy happened to be black. He just happened to be black. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, enough. Throw their hands up and go like this. I'm just saying. And he's like, yo, man, I work here. I'm just closing the door. I was like, God damn it. Like, you know, the one time I decided to fucking say something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't, it was just in succession of, of how many yeah. people did it. No, and finally I was like, enough. And he's like, yo, man, I'm trying to help you out. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. The door should have been closed or I'm locked sorry. or something. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so sure sorry. You can explain that. That's easily explainable. And then it's actually hilarious. <laughs> then you make a new friend. Did I tell you about when uh, we were playing uh, a little uh, festival at a friend's house over the summer? And uh, Greg was supposed to be in town, mysteriously. Mm-hmm. And he was like at his uncle's house. And he had a car. And I don't know what kind of car he had. But I gave him the address of this party I was at and we were playing at. So he might be showing up. But you know him, you never fucking know. So I'm walking out with my shit, and I see a car pulling up, and I'm like, watch this beat, Greg. I bet it's going to be him. And he pulls in, and it's a dude with fucking glasses and a beard and and short hair like every dude looks. And I think it's him, and he starts rolling his window down as to start talking to me while he's still driving the car. Very Greg-like thing to do. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, just roll down the window and go, what's up? Like, as he's driving. So as he does this, I'm like, you motherfucker. And as the window gets further down, I'm like, that is not Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and it was some dude like, uh, is this the right place? He's like, am I good to park here? I'm like, oh, it's not mine. I don't give a fuck. I was like, sorry, dude. It's like, I'm waiting for somebody from California who I haven't seen in like six years. And I thought you were him. So that was like my excitement. And I, you were late. Like you fucking just showed up. to Because like, it was going to be like the classic move of your friend pulls yeah. in as your band finishes their set. Yep. And that was that. And it was just, that's how me and this dude met. And he was cool as shit. I hung out with him, like, all day. I don't really know what his name was. And I was just like, dude, you can call me motherfucker. However, somebody, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. I was like, oh, shit. You're not Greg. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm not Greg. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't care. What's up, not Greg? <laughs> hey, Romer was uh, famous for dude, showing like up. like a fucking very... on purpose. Yeah. Like, last note ringing out. All right, everybody, take it easy. You'd see him walk in the door like a fucking end of, like, a and he's like, sitcom. One more song. We're like, fuck you. That was our one more song, you <laughs> yeah. asshole. You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. People are people are funny about, like, when they... You always just put an hour earlier. No, you, either you put the exact times if it's a real gig. Mm-hmm. But still, like... People will be like, you put, like, especially now with, like, the, the regulations and shit where you got to close, you'll be like, no, it's, like, it's playing until yeah. 11 on the dot. That is the noise ordinance. That is the thing. The cops will show up. You're all on drugs. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we put a bat signal up for authority? Why would we right. do that? <laughs> it's pretty obvious, yeah. It's pretty out like, where we just keep playing until the cops show up. That's what the next step is. So, yeah, we have to stop at 11. But drunk people are just like, fuck the police. Yeah, because like, yeah, yeah. you're not the one under the light with the microphone, <laughs> like the guy whose fucking face is on the thing. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. People are funny. Um, but the, what I'm saying is you'll say we have to stop at 11. They show up at like 10, 15. Yeah. And they're like, you know. And then like, they get pissed that you end yeah. so early, but you've been playing for three hours. You yeah. Know I mean? I know. It's so. not my... You know, I don't know. Thank you for supporting yeah. us. No, it's cool. It's just like we have to like where the times aren't like we're not fucking kidding. I don't know why people <laughs> think like no, that's what time we're playing until we right. told you exactly hours like to a, the if to it's the, the party fucking is, second. Is a different 
thing. Yeah, because that's just like a open. fucking like a gig that's scheduled. Like, yeah, this is the with, you know if you bought tickets to a show, do you show up that fucking late? Like to a go movie, to the show? like a movie at a movie theater, right? They're like, yeah, yeah like ten fifteen ish. They're what like, the fuck, no, the credits are rolling already. You know, like I missed the whole first part. Who is this? Is this the mom? <laughs> what is this? They're like, it wasn't like, oh yeah, like one fifteen ish. Like no, on one fifteen we had play. I was thinking about inappropriate gigs that we've played, ones that we've agreed to that we shouldn't have played at all. Yeah, because everybody's like, say you're yes in to a, every yeah, gig. Yeah, but then know? it's like, hey, you're in a band. We need music. It would be fun. But they're like, do you even know what yeah. kind of music we are? Like, uh, somebody hired us for their engagement party. Remember when we Mechanical played at fucking like Kiwanis Park? To people who did not want to hear us play, no, yeah, and we were in the corner, and it was in chaos. Uh, it was it was fucking terrible. But then I remembered when we did that Wegman's gig. Just yeah, you that's and I. of course that's the classic. Um, you know, we've told the story a million times. It was fucking a month before Christmas, and it paid like two hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Why us, wouldn't we, we do? We were it? like, yeah, that's dumb as shit. That you like, because they were trying to make a little cafe situation in like the cafeteria well, part of Wegmans. The, the manager, whoever decided it was a good idea to hire us, came to one of our shows at the Irish Rose, where it was like our place. Yeah. So we were comfortable. People were like, "She's like, I want that at Wegmans." It's like you're never gonna get that never at Wegmans. Gonna but get that. This is a bar. I'll take your money, sure. Yeah. And we weren't even that bad. I mean, we did. We were pretty depressed and we were drinking in the parking lot um because no because it was sucked dude it's well, yeah because but that's life that's that's the life man that's oh, a pirate's life for me like next you the... go like all right i gotta numb myself and get through this shit to get the fucking money like, right but being next to the pepsi machine i think is the thing yeah no that... that's a funny the... shit because you're playing your bass and we're sitting there strumming and playing fucking songs and then you would have to turn yeah like move, move like this like and this. somebody like the and microphone's would... the thing and it's like <laughs> You know, and the like, ice machine. Like, how much fucking ice do you need, man? You know, so be someone fill it up, like a family of six, like <laughs> filling up their cups. And, and I was like, yeah, that's fucking whatever, man. Just get the fucking loot and be done. It was like a two-hour thing. But I started it thinking about the, uh, the remember the the sushi lady and her daughter. That yes. was like our only fan who yeah. was just basically she had to sit in front of us because it was basically like. It was a watching kid her, her for her, yeah. but like she didn't ask us, and like you know, like no, we're not she just going left anywhere. her kid. It was like an Asian kid doing her homework while her mom was working at the. And the most stand. advanced, weird handheld computer system I've ever seen in my life that is Years not available before the iPad. Years yeah. before the iPad, this happened. She had like a little thing, and she was like, boop, boop, boop. and we were like, "What the, what the fuck hell? is she doing?" And uh, then it got like kind of silent there for a minute. We were trying to figure out what to play, and, and I was just looking around. And at this point, I was like. You know, is anybody even listening? So I, uh, I looked at you and I did the. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, truly nobody was listening because no. that was incredibly offensive. Yeah, it was but just us. that that's funny to me is that it's not even what it was; it's just the fact that nobody's listening. Remember when we played? Well, the, that's not that, that well, That's funny that that's not why that we didn't get asked back. One of the yeah. complaints was something that we sang a song about marijuana. About drugs, yeah. Because we did Tom Petty fucking get, you get know to the point, let's yeah. roll another joint. And I'm like, do you have any idea how many times that song plays a day in yeah. your store? You just play the radio. That song plays every single fucking day in your store. At least once. This is America. They list, They play that song plays every day. Maybe she got a bunch of complaints. I just remember waking up the next day because I think you and I probably went out and got super trashed after that because we yeah. were like fuck. And uh, then I remember waking up like looking at my phone like 
and I voicemail. I was like, oh, fuck and I fucking open it up, and it's she is that magical. She's like, I think you guys were great, but um, we are not able to have you come back because of some complaints about drug uh, use in your songs. That I was like, what? Oh, what, Tom Petty? Like what? Like I'm pretty yeah. sure I smoked with you at the fucking bar when you yeah. saw us yeah. play to get us this gig. You know? No, I, yeah, exactly. You went out to a bar. And you saw us partying our balls off, like partying our fucking balls off. And we're like, yeah, like, I want to fucking let's have this going. And then you brought us in and we did what we do. And in, you're like, oh, well, in hey, a whoa. grocery store. And yeah. And you realize this was a bad idea. And I have to pay these schmucks way too much now. <laughs> It was. It, you're right, though. You gotta do. What we you gotta got do for call, the money. We man. got paid to go in there and cause trouble, which mm-hmm. is great, and do like a super hilarious joke to a little Asian kid, mm-hmm. and <laughs> fucking sing about drugs to a bunch of people buying right. fucking groceries, walking in, looking the, uh, at us like, "What the fuck Stoner, are you doing?" Uh, Card boy was digging it. I remember that. Yeah, no, that was another story, just like the fucking kids coming out of the woods, or if you play Grateful Dead, Mm -hmm. the fucking we were playing some dead song, and out of the kitchen comes some kid, (laughs) oh, and you're just like, God damn it, it's like a bug light for fucking hippies, it really is. It is, what do you play to keep them away? Uh, Slayer? Yeah, like metal and shit, but then you draw in metal people. Ooh, metal people's tough to to get rid of. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. are. They're a strange breed. If it's just metal people, I fuck with all kinds of music. But when you find it like a just metal head. Yeah, you're wearing a Sabbath Rules shirt. Sabbath does fucking rule. I think Sabbath Rules as well. You know what I mean? I think a lot of metal rules. And I think it's great. I think any sort of subculture is great. But it's like when it it does become like religious mm-hmm. and motherfuckers are like Metallica or death. Yeah. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, all right, man, chill the fuck out. I, I remember don't... when I, because I listen to Metallica. Uh, like a lot and in college uh when where i met greg in our music class everyone like all these metalheads were like shit talking metallica and that was the first time i ever heard anybody that wasn't like a girl talk Probably shit about metallica it was like and they're like he's not fast enough yeah. blah 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 and i'm like who cares like it, it sounds good and they're like nah nah fucking satch joe satch all day and i'm like Name a Joe Satriani. You know what I mean? They're I like the, fucking the hate winds people. of time. You're like, who cares? What? Shut up. You know? What no, that's fine that that's your dude. Like, I hate people that talk about music like it's sports. Like, one thing's better than the other. Like, that's a right. fucking impossibility. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd put the blabs over them any day. And it's like like your ranking systems. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, I guess maybe there's some straight obvious ones. But you're just like, no, man. It's just whatever fucking tickles your fancy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. We right. all have different DNA. Just something hits us. But it also is a time in your life when you just something hits you at a certain time in your life. And you're like, I'm obsessed with this now. You know I've noticed I mean? that within the not not necessarily jam band community, but just f- people who love fish. You'll tell them a story about being at a show. And then they will one up your story with another time that they were at a different show of something cooler that they think happened. Or they were there for this. Or they were there for that. And you're like, oh, well, yeah. I saw this. And they're like. Yeah, but uh, one time in 98, fucking, you know what I mean? Trey, like, sneezed and yeah. seized his ball sack, and then they mic'd it. <laughs> and I was there, man, and fucking, you know what I mean? It does. Any, and it's dude, like any subculture is no going to No fish have... fan will ever let the other guy have no, the story. of course. Any subculture is going to have this fucking 
uh, its levels of douchery. When you have that many people, when you have that big of a population, some of them are going to be fucking douches. And especially when it's like a thing like they got into in college or high school and it like gave them an identity. Yeah. And it gave them, especially walking around on drugs, being young. Like, I know that. I had a little taste of that. Absolutely. So it gives you cockiness and identity. It gets a little Peter Pan syndrome. Mm-hmm. And then you see like the guy and like, you know, just like, damn, dude. Like, this is your fucking world. I, I remember. So I was like the metal kid in like ninth and 10th grade. And then I met you guys and you were like, you know, let's jam or whatever. I didn't know who the fuck you were. Um, but, uh, and then I like, cause my brothers were into a lot of different shit. Like, you know, like, like everything from Alice in Chains to fucking fish, you know what I mean? All over yeah. the place. So I was familiar with that music. But, um, then once I started to like, I was like, oh, okay. These people do whatever they want and it's not a fucking pop song and it doesn't, you know what I mean? Like I hated radio music at the time in high school and jam band music to me was a complete fuck off to that stuff. It was just a complete release, everything like that. And I started getting really into all these bands and I would check out festival websites and listen to like a sample of each band song. And then I remember like I made my brother Matt a, uh, like a jam band CD, like a mix. And he was like, Hey man, thanks for the mix. Um, you know that like not every jam band's good though, right? And I was like, and that like blew my mind. I was like, oh, oh, okay. I hmm. no, yeah. I was like, okay, no, you're right. You know what I mean? I was like, just because they jam, dude, doesn't mean that that's like the best. Sh- you well, know what but, I mean? Uh, the thing about the fish and and the dead, not even fish. It's like the weird little. Well, the, the, the thing about ones. them, the the they're the fucking nucleuses. Yes. You know what I mean? The big thing, the big bangs that mm-hmm. you know is they were completely fucking unique. Yeah. You, there's no band that played like the Grateful Dead. There was no plan that wrote like them. There's no band. The same thing with Fish. They were completely unique, and they're very, very fucking musically different. I mean, they Absolutely. go through different genres. They're led by a charismatic bearded guitarist, mm-hmm. and you know it's fun to do drugs and go see them. That's what they got in common, but musically very different. Yeah, absolutely. But like the thing about them is they were completely unique. The way they ran their whole crew was unique. The way they ran their whole career and released things was mm-hmm. unique. They were just artists, and that's what you should be is unique. Right. But then a million fucking fish copycat bands come out, or dead copycat bands right. that just sound like them, and it's like, well, that's not you're defeating. I love this music too, but it's defeating the purpose. Mm-hmm. Is you should be completely Doing fucking unique, run shit your own way, figure out how to make it work your own ways, business wise, with everything. It should be completely fucking unique. And those are bands who both had massive success completely outside of the fucking industry. Yeah, absolutely. Like when in the late '90s, early 2000s, when like the internet was like Mapster and shit was mm-hmm. like killing the fucking music business was dying fish yeah. was like huh <laughs> you guys are having some trouble over there oh yeah sorry no sorry we just did a hundred thousand in a field in the middle of fucking nowhere no yeah yeah no that's oh that sucks man mp3s mp3s have actually led to us becoming a fucking religion <laughs> you know you just you they used it smart they were fucking smart as fuck about that shit um somebody sent me a meme the other day and it kind of blew my mind it said primus is tool for rednecks yeah, that's pretty funny. And I was like, oh my God, yes, it is. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, for, for hillbillies right next, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, now, if you're one of, or both of those things, I don't know. Some people get offended. <laughs> by, I'm not a redneck, I'm a joke. hillbilly. You know uh, what I mean? It's yo, there's like, this, who cares? There's a dude on Instagram who, like, you you find these characters throughout, like, the whole, like, jam band scene and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. hashtag everything. There's this dude named Joel something. He's this like Indonesian kid who like loves Dixieland music and the Almond Brothers and playing banjo. He's actually pretty good at banjo. But he's like 
He also like teaches like art therapy for autism and stuff, and like he's just oh, this wow. funny because he wears a fucking hat and he has a fucking rebel flag around him all the time, and like he loves so- he lives in Indonesia, I'm oh, assuming, shit. in like some yeah. sort of school, and he's like Indonesian redneck is a hashtag. All his hashtags are from like fascinated by this something about because it's like him in Indonesia with people all Indonesian, and then in the middle of it is this kid in a Merle Haggard T-shirt <laughs> and a fucking cowboy so, and, and a Confederate flag uh, yeah. bandana. You don't really ever like think. You're just like something culture. about that music just grabbed this motherfucker. Yeah. And now he plays banjo and harmonica and shit, oh, shit. and like loves the Allman Brothers and Merle Haggard and outlaw music and shit like that. You're like, that's pretty fucking Dude, cool. I, I saw a video of uh, the other day of Derek Trucks playing when he was like 13, and there was almost no difference to him playing now. You thought it was a different video when you downloaded it. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was kind of disappointed, but the sound was great. Um, and actually, yeah, no, he looks the same too. You so. saw Ox 13 and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't muck up my new computer, man. No, uh. <laughs> no kitty porn, dude. It's too easy to get caught. Well, that's why virtual VPN, everybody, our first sponsor. <laughs> that's how we led into it. <laughs> Remember we did that Allen Brothers, uh, fucking, or it, it was like a, it was a two and Allman Brothers song. It was an old bit that we did, but it was Lord, I was it was Ramblin' Man by the Allman Brothers, but it was Nambla Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't really remember any of the other. Something part. about like doing them in the can. <laughs> Lord, I was born a Nambla Man. You could do that, yeah, and no, and a whole no crowd of fucking people would just. When we played over. that wedding party at uh, Pearl Street, it was awesome. We were kind of dressed up. Remember, we stayed in that fucking loft next door. We all partied. It was amazing. But we played the Richard Cheese version of "Rape Me," his cover of Nirvana. Remember that? Yeah. And there was like th- their grandparents Damn. were dancing Shit to that. Has changed. <laughs> <laughs> Rape me. Rape me, my friend. Everybody, rape me. And, like, we knew what it was, and we were like, let's see they if we were, can get away with this. they request it? They gave us a set list, because it had the thing from old school on it, the fucking need you more than ever. Yeah. And those, all those really complicated songs like that we'd learn once yeah. for like a trick and yeah. it was like really weird and complicated there was always Where? just my vision of all those songs is you and andy looking at me like oh uh, like uh, uh, where's the key change like ah f- <laughs> and i would have to like sit back so that andy could see where my fucking yeah. which is like you both you like with fear in your eyes looking at me <laughs> and i'm just going f it's f because don't worry follow me to f it's okay because <laughs> it would be like because you guys would just like the patient because some of those songs that you learn, like we would learn these easy jams and then make them complicated as fuck ourselves. Yeah. But then like some of them, when we were doing the girl songs, like mm. I think would just the bridge would be like a different thing. Wayne, it didn't the, make yeah, any fucking well, I, sense. What I learned about uh, learning pop songs is that there's always some weird, a- the producer's like, we need something completely different for yeah. this bridge. It's like 15 different chords and then it makes no sense and then you're going to go back into the fucking chorus because they want you, you to mix come it. back it's into like, a big chorus. Right, and that makes sense. It works. But when we were it's learning it, we were like, Ugh. we were always like, uh, let's hopefully, let's make when we go back into the chorus at least awesome so people will forget the fuckery that just happened yeah. in the last 15 seconds you know what i mean um but yeah we had there when we were singing rape me there was grandparents dancing people were just like 
Because it was a jazz song. Yeah, and like they no pay like not paying attention to the lyrics whatsoever. And we got and it was a nice, classy looking place, and we got to Beautiful. sing "Rape Me" um, a lot. And like nobody said anything. Maybe the staff was like, you "Get a load of these fucking guys." You know what I mean? But or no, man. If it was if we were doing it like it was back in the day, I remember. Okay, remember the song where. Uh, that was the time of, of that song because yeah. i remember being sitting at the bar at pearl street and that song was on and everybody was fucking singing it and i was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> it was that fucking whatever the meme is where the guy's sitting there and everything else is on fire we did the hipster song yeah the hipster song was funny but uh, yeah, so it was obviously whatever year that was. So it yeah, was but that yeah, time but... where we could fucking, <laughs> where we could do shit like that, and it wasn't. I don't know what he was fucking triggered or freaked out. Yeah, that's like, People true, thought right? it was funny because the ironic. G spot punchers kind well, of existed. Here's what it is: it's ironic. Time. It's not like a fucking like, hey, let's make fun of fucking rape victims. It's like it's a song. It's an anti-rape song that Kurt Cobain wrote. And it's a harsh song. It's meant to be shocking and harsh. And he he was a cocky little motherfucker, mm-hmm. which is why he was loved and why he should be a revered person. He was very brave. So he came out with this cocky ass song and said, yeah, rape me, motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just a ballsy thing just to put it right out there. That's a very feminist pro-women song. And it's ironically funny for Richard Cheese to do like a smooth lounge jazz version of this fucking hardcore yeah. punk protest song. Yeah. And then it was funny. So for us to do that, like we got the joke of it being like a wedding party. Yeah. It's all this, the old school joke. It's all the Dan band. Yeah, for it's sure. It's like just playing inappropriate music, mm-hmm. like playing it like classy music, but like then throwing in a, f- a, a fuck, fuck here and there, yeah. saying gross things to nice music. It's a cheap laugh. So it's it not is, that big, but, you know, it, but it really it, works. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it really does. I fucking love it, man. My favorite thing about one of my favorite things about you, there's not many, but one of them yeah. is uh, your ability to create lyrics on the spot. So if somebody was fucking around, freestyle, say huh? in our Spitfire. area or like with your girlfriend at the time or, you know, hitting on them while you're watching them do it, you know what I mean? Then yeah. all of a sudden you would make the song about that guy. I remember there was one time you and I were playing at the pub back when we used to play for like, um, potential DWIs all the time because they wouldn't pay us. They just gave us free drinks. <laughs> Remember that? So it was like every Wednesday night we got to try our luck with that Lewiston Police Department. So, <laughs> so like, but there was somebody who was fucking around and you just, I think it was this guy who was like hitting on every single fucking... He was just a problem. Yeah. And, and he, I, it was to the point where I was like, if this dude comes at me, everybody in this bar is just going to grab him. Yeah. Because he was like, he just, every, he just was a guy who came in and everyone hated him. And as the entertainers mm-hmm. we're kind of responsible for like keeping a cool vibe in there right i would say and if we, someone's causing a problem and i have a microphone and you get microphone balls you do mm-hmm. but it's like because it does give you a power you go hey motherfucker yeah stop being a creep <laughs> and then they stop if you go up to him and say hey stop being a creep he'll try to man up yeah, to you uh, if you do it through a pa system they yeah. fucking tail that tail goes right between those fucking about lines. that guy specifically though he was the only person in the entire building at that moment that didn't know that you were singing about yeah, no, that's why it's funny i know it was amazing it was incredible i remember remember we were playing at fucking tin pan and the 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 bartender's douchebag fucking boyfriend who was my former boss at the country club at yeah. Niagara Falls, he was like throwing ice at me. 
while we were playing. You remember that? And yeah, I called him out, saying, and I was like, down. "Yeah, yeah." And he was yelling, "Turn it down!" Or, and he started throwing ice at me. And I remember I called him out on the mic, and then he stood up, and I was like, "What are you? What are you gonna fucking <laughs> knock me out in front of these people because you're a douchebag?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what do you? You know what I mean? And then, and then, like, I think people started to like kind of like, "Hey, old man, chill." Not to me, to him. Yeah. And uh, but it was just funny. I was like, "What are you? Like, what, what are you gonna do? Fucking come over and hit me because you're an asshole?" You know? Because you sit there drinking all day he was in his comfort zone he's in a small bar yep. with like probably his friends which were like his lackeys yeah you know he was the coolest guy in the room yeah and then you know you come in he's like hey i fucking... know that kid and yeah we didn't get along at work you know oh so we already didn't like you yeah it was already just ready mm-hmm. a bad news yeah, yeah that's why i don't like you know i found my safe space to play where i'm welcomed i haven't played a gig <laughs> <laughs> i haven't played we haven't really played a lewiston gig in a long fucking time. <laughs> yeah, that was a toilet flushing. That was a toilet point. flushing. That was a fucking Corona light. <laughs> that wasn't one of your fucking cheap sound effects. <laughs> you know what I mean? Switch the story. This yeah. is shit. Um, <laughs> nah, man. People you get a weird. It gets a weird effect from people, especially dudes, especially drinking dudes trying to get laid who don't get laid. Like it's just like it's, it's you like, get such a weird energy from them because they want to use you to try to be cooler, but wh- you're just like essentially a musician at a certain point. It's kind of like a fucking plumber. Like, yeah. you're like dude i'm just here to do the job yeah i'm is paying to, to do and, i'm uh, doing my job i plug all this stuff in i use it to make people dance and drink and then i go home and you're it, you're in a room filled with a bunch of people and each person has their own individual personality isn't that a mind-blowing uh observation yeah. but sometimes when you're in a room with egomaniacs or people yeah. who are attention seekers and you are the fixed part of the evening because you are the night's entertainment with music and it's loud yeah some people can't handle that yeah and then that mixed with alcohol yeah it's like dude and we see some of the douchiest fucking people man do that shit it's so funny i remember one time somebody was trying to fucking like i don't know they were starting shit with me while we were playing a show and i said something on the mic and i don't remember what it was but a bunch of my friends i think it was like timmy and like a few other people like kind of stood up and were like don't and the yeah. guy was like okay because you know he didn't know me i didn't know him but he didn't know that we knew the entire fucking town yeah you know what i mean so that was but kind also, of a nice cool I've moment where i was like up, okay they got my back strangers step up just because we were playing like that you get people on your side because if you're doing good and you're playing and you're doing your service which is fucking play good music and have a good time make sure everyone has fun even strangers will fucking have your back. Yeah. If I go to a guy, if someone's, if we're jamming and if someone's into the show and I see a fucking issue and I say, hey, man, uh, my friend over there is being cornered by a gentleman who she does not know. So yeah. <laughs> could you go help her out? Like it's happened where they're like, yeah, dude, fucking totally. Wow. And they just go, hey, come here for a minute. And then like just let it blow down, you know, you don't, just so shit doesn't blow up. Yeah, absolutely. Because you can, I can smell fucking trouble coming. Oh it, my yeah, God. it's like a sixth sense in that yeah. shit. Because when you're in the shit, which is really, you know, it's either used by musicians or people who are in Nam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like when you're when you're in the, shit, in the shit, it's like fucking, you know, you see like the worst and best of people having the best time the, and then also at the same time, the worst time. The fear and there's and no loathing. in between, really. And if there is an in between, you don't interact with those people. Oh, the it's f- the people who are having the best time who are up in your fucking face. Yeah. And then there's the people who are having the worst time who's going to show everyone how much of a bad time they're having yeah you know what i mean and it's like you don't really get to fucking that was like 
Maybe it's good. Maybe this Corona shit's kind of filtered some shit out because, like, now people are coming out, like, are they're actually wanting to go out because it's yeah. a pain in the ass to go out and it kind of sucks to go out. So you yeah. got to wear a mask and sit down. And it's yeah. fucking stupid. It is a big deal. It does. Like, if you're going out, it's because you actually want to go mm-hmm. to a thing. You know? Even putting pants on now is like a big, like, real pants. I just refuse to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just like today, I was like, no, maybe, uh, you know, I'll wear my comfort pants because this is comfortable and I've worked today and now I'm going to, you know, do my relaxing uh, thing, which is do my show. And then I'm like, now I'm going to put jeans on. And I was like, (laughs) and then my arm hurt on top of it. Another side effect is that, um, of that fucking shot that I got was that I grew a really weird dick 31 years ago. (laughs) So I, uh, to help thing, just watch out. I got the Moderna vaccine. I spent a solid 15 minutes trying to convince her that Mel Gibson's name was Melanie. <laughs> <laughs> Melanie Gibson. Yeah. And if he I, doesn't have a daughter named that, then I don't know I what the fuck he's doing. I got this whole other side idea about like him joining the Spice Girls. Like There's Mel C, there's Mel B, and then there's Mel G. <laughs> Jesus Spice. <laughs> Brave Spice. Brave Spice. Something. <laughs> Jesus Spice. Uh... Rig spice, yeah, yeah lethal, rigs, lethal spice, lethal spice, lethal oh, spice. lethal spice is a good one. I yeah, like that. Mel G, <laughs> Mel G is lethal spice. Melanie Gibson. <laughs> oh man, dude, that's funny. that's a good idea. <laughs> um, there was a okay, so this is kind of a two part but unrelated story. All right, so basically, if you're Italian in uh, Niagara Falls you go to Colucci's funeral home to die. And then when you're dead, your family eats at the Como. That's pretty much how it goes. If you're Italian in Niagara Falls, you die at Colucci's and everyone We've been eats to at, a many Right. It's just one, solid. Punch, like yeah. when I've been to like a, a funeral that's not that, it feels weird. And I'm yeah. like, is this legit? Like is this guy going to heaven? Because I didn't haven't had Naki yet. Like really you know what I'm yeah. saying it's really weird. Like what do you mean? <laughs> There's just a picture of him. I thought we're supposed to stare at an open dead body for like hours and, and then, then go eat yeah and then go eat at the fucking coma you know so okay so not the guy who owns it but there's a, a guy who my family has known for years and uh he he's kind of he like helps out with funerals he's not like an employee he just kind of he's like one of the pallbearers that like's on call on call paul and so uh when i was in the um the police academy um, we, we were at NU, so we would like shower all the time at the fucking gym at NU. Well, this guy apparently used the gym at NU. So I haven't seen this guy since the last time somebody died, which thankfully was a long time ago. And then I walked into the shower and saw his uh, asshole and balls. And then he's just sitting there and I'm like, uh, and he's like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, hi, man. Like, you know what I mean? like what do, I was like, I don't want to acknowledge this. Like, yes, I haven't seen you. Yeah, you know my family. Like, this is not the time for yeah, for just like scrubbing up. Yeah, just like I haven't seen you. Since, hey, how's uh, your dad? Huh? I haven't. Seen how's your you? dad doing? I haven't seen you since Tommy's thing, huh? It's a shame. Real shame. Real shame. <laughs> yeah. How you been doing since that? <laughs> Um, you know, like, yeah, it was very odd. And then, uh, because so <laughs> I think actually, all right, so the last time that I did see him was like, it was like my grandmother's funeral or wake or whatever. And so, you know how people will put in like, m- you know, memory, like trinkets or something in the casket, like before yeah. they finally close it, before they ship off yeah. to the fucking, right. Macaulay Culkin needed his glasses. Yeah, he did. <laughs> 
my god, dude, that's just like hit me so hard. It's the worst this scene is, ever. I, this is good because like when I hit those references, like I know you're gonna get what I'm yeah. talking about. Oh god. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. Oh, that was terrible. Uh so anyway. <laughs> uh <laughs> Jesus, man. Um <laughs> That was a heavy fucking part of that movie, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. All right, so, uh, okay, you threw me off here. Oh, yeah, so so it's my sister. Okay, so it's all of us, and it's, like, the family, like, no friends or anything. It's, like, the last, like, we said something at the funeral home before we go to the, the actual, the graveyard. That sounds morbid. Well, cemetery. The graveyard. Definition <laughs> you know of morbid, I mean? yeah. The, graveyard. The, the, the graveyard. Yeah. That's not what you call it. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you see how is, little I go to these things? That's like thankfully. how old commoners would call it. I don't know. I think cemetery. Yeah. yeah. It's a semantics thing. They just called it cemetery because it sounds nicer. Chiseling on an epitaph. Died yes. of cholera. You know? <laughs> um, so, so we, okay. So my sister, she goes up to the, to the casket and she's like by herself and she's crying. And uh, my mom's like, Steve, go be with your sister. So I did. It was a nice moment. Put my arm around her. God, she stopped crying. No, then we no. put her um so one of the trinkets that we decided to leave was my the, my, my parents and uh aunts and uncles and my grandparents they all loved playing cards and they would you know play you know for quarters essentially so the money that she had left over from um like her last game of cards we put in the casket we put it in the side all right like just next to, obviously we didn't like throw it on the body, but we put it next to it, and uh, we were sitting there. My sister's crying. It's a nice quiet moment, and we just hear voomp, and it fucking so the the bag of coins sunk in between. Now this is the first time I learned that a casket is pretty much hollow. Yeah. All right. So there's like the bed where they lay, and then this much room yeah. of nothing. Yeah. Right. So a bag of quarters sunk into the hollow metal thing, and it was like. And then all the quarters started rolling around in the bottom of the fucking casket. You could hear it. And then there was that one that like was like, you know what I mean? It kept doing it. And then we the the mood just broke. That we started laughing. Everyone started laughing. Even my grandfather was laughing because it was beautiful. What a ridiculous thing to happen. You know what I mean? It sounded like when you like like a pool table at a bar. When you fucking <laughs> underneath the table, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, it was it was so funny though, man, because it was like what a fucking icebreaker. It was it was it was perfect and it was funny, perfect for our family because we laugh at very inappropriate times. But I mean, dude, there were so many quarters because she was really good at cards and they all rolled around, you know. So <laughs> it's not really like you know, can we, can you, we need to open this. Can we, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get some of the no. We were just like fuck it, leave it. So just like while they were moving it around, do you hear it like jingling and jangling? You know what? <laughs> I know I didn't. I think at that point it might have been you it know, settled. Yeah. I, well, I mean they could very easily move around. You know, I thought I don't know, but I didn't hear it because that would be weird too. If the joke kept running and then it would just get creepy. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Then we wouldn't forget because we kind of felt bad. We we're like, oh my god, like you know what I mean? Like here's your last, you know, our our thing you for you, and then it just shit. You don't want to touch it. It's you know what I mean? No, it's, it's all a, made up. It's... They worked on it. It's like a whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's creepy. very, I don't it's like very it. don't strange. Do that. Don't don't do that to me. I don't want that to happen. You just fucking what's his, what's Macaulay's name in that movie? Because she she used my to... girl. Yeah. No, I'm saying like I don't want to be fucking. Pancaked and fucking displayed. I don't want to be put on display. You don't like want fucking your like Gaddafi. knickknacks and shit like that. 
burn it all with me, I guess. Do a fucking Gilbert Grapes mom and just fucking torch the whole house with all my shit in it. Yeah, dude. It and Lee been and so all the cats are outside looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been so much money to bury her, man. She was like a thousand pounds. Dude. Yeah. There's oh my no god, way. dude! The guys from they should do a Gilbert Grape Fight Club crossover <laughs> where they fucking like become like billionaires. They become Elon Musk of soap <laughs> off of the fat they got off this lady. <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. Yeah. Holy shit, man! Yeah, that's another fucking sad movie. Kaylee and I watched that not too long ago. She's like, I never seen it. I was like, I think it's good. I was like, I don't know. It used to be on TV yeah, all the time when dramatic. I was a kid. Yeah. And it's fun to watch, uh, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio be a, a, a retard. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. You don't see that very often. He was. That was he his did one the and same done, thing you know? in Titanic. <laughs> he wasn't retarded. He was poor. Same thing to me, dude. I, it's a spectacular movie. Okay, Titanic. It, you say what it is, but I mean, it's very dude, well done. It's fucking. If but it's, it's fucking incredible. Like I, the ship, the sinking, mm-hmm. it really is like a cra- like the way they built that yeah. is incredible. It's fucking nuts. But why half of it has to be about a couple of fucking teenagers no. running around titty fucking in old cars? <laughs> and you're just like, all right, man, sink the fucker. This should be an action movie. It shouldn't have been three hours long. Yeah, it should no. have. You know, well, same thing with fucking Pearl should, Harbor. The thing should have just said Titanic, and then yeah. them being like. Oh fuck! And then you know what I mean. And then it's just an hour of the ship going down because you know it took a while, you know. But you um, need to have co-directors where like, like one, four rooms, like type of thing. Where like, like one director handles. Imagine each level movie. of the ship. Well, no, no, no. Each section of the movie. One director. You have like uh, the fucking Coen Brothers handling like the quirky comedy fucking scenes, and then you have somebody handling the dramatic shit. Some Aaron Sorkin written yeah. super political dramatic shit. But then yeah, bring in Michael Bay and have him blow a whole bunch of shit up. <laughs> yeah. So the action scenes are fucking awesome. Right. Like that, you make the ultimate movie by going. You just do your best part. Yeah. You know what I mean here. That, well, James Cameron actually does a really fucking great job at that in his movies. Um, but like, I cannot stand the two of them saying each other's names like 300 times in a row. They, Jack Jack and Rose, Rose. they both are just searching for each other the entire, Jack, Rose, Rose, Jack, Jack, oh, Jack, Rose, like, and it's the whole movie, as soon as they meet each other and introduce each other and their names, that is the rest of the two hours of the movie. We should do a fucking, you should watch it, do a watch along and count and do like a check wherever they say Jack or Rose. You can just look it It up. It's like, I'm telling you, it's over a hundred times, maybe even two hundred. That's a, that's a, that's an old fucking throwback to a lot of stuff. A lot of the, the new X-Men movies. I just, when I think of them, I just hear, Charles! <laughs> like that's all the, Charles! That's what they are. <laughs> They're just people yelling Charles at each other. <laughs> that's we are the future Charles, not them. <laughs> just people yelling their names at each other. Yeah. It's a, it's an old, uh, you know, an old thing. All right, so fucking Lee likes to ruin the greatest films ever. <laughs> she did it with... We were talking. She <laughs> pokes a plot hole and stuff. So we're yeah. watching um because they just did the the Godfather Coda thing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so I, I haven't like, seen that. Yet. All right, let's check that out. But let's watch the first two and let's lead into it. Okay. And then because you know Corona, what the fuck else are we right. gonna do? And then I was like, you know what? I have the seven hour epic on a fucking thumb drive. We'll watch the seven hour epic up until we gets to the third one, and then watch the coda, which is to this date the ultimate fucking way to do it. Right. So she's talking. That version ab- is fucking awesome, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah, great. It's it, it, the um. So she's talking about when Vito is like a young man. He's working at the grocery store. They go to see that play, mm-hmm. 
where uh, the guy the, with the funny eyebrows is in love with the girl. Yeah. And he's like, they got the Don. We couldn't figure the guy. What was his name? Don Don, Don Felucci or yeah, something, something like that. We yeah. were thinking Don Chi. Filipino. We had Chi Chi. We kept saying Don Chi Chi, and then we were like Don Chi Don Chi, and I was like, it's not Don, Don Cheadle, Cheadle. Yeah. <laughs> but we should write a mob movie where the guy's name's Don Chi. Don Chi. <laughs> yeah. Don Postles. <laughs> oh, Don Knotts. <laughs> Kiss the ring. Don Rickles. Don Rickles. <laughs> yeah. Don Cheadle. That's fucking funny. So, all right. So, Don, so we have a like 22 year old Vito Corleone and his friend. He's like, who's this guy? He points to the guy in the white, all dressed in white, and says, who is this guy? He's like, oh, he runs the neighborhood and we all have to pay him. He's explaining to him everything. And, and when he's always like, mm. yeah, exactly. <laughs> he really is like a cartoon yeah, cat. He's, a, he's <laughs> dastardly. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know what he looks like, and this is weird to me. He looks like the little kid in Jurassic Park who said, "Like more like a six foot turkey." Yeah, <laughs> how you couldn't tell that kid's gender. Yeah, like, that's he has that weird blue eyed look to his yeah, face. Yeah. All right. Anyways, little so, fat Jake Gyllenhaal. That's what I this call whole it. time. Every time De Niro's with his friend, they see they're in the grocery store that his friend's dad owns. Yeah. And the guy comes in and starts shaking him down for money. And De Niro's like, what's going on over here? He's like, oh, he's got to pay him. He's got to And then when he, and I'm, she's like, how does he not know any of this? Did he just, like, he got there when he was nine. Like, did he just, <laughs> he just what, how does he not pick? He's never at once was like, hey, who's the guy in the white hat? Who fucking <laughs> comes here every single day and, like, fucking beats up your dad. <laughs> I'm like, and as I was, I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe, like, this is where the story picks up. He just met these guys. He just moved here. He just got this job today. You know what I mean? Maybe he's just, this is him learning about how it's run. And right there is the scene where he has to, his dad has to fire him. Yeah. And fucking De Niro goes over and literally says, I've known you all my life. Oh, no. I've worked at this store <laughs> since I was a young boy. You've been like a father to me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and I'm just who's like, <laughs> and I'm like, not once. You finally took you 25 years to go, hey, who's the guy all dressed in white with a gun who's been coming in here and fucking shaking us down? He, you didn't pick up on any of this. You're no the one, godfather. No one in that town could have a girlfriend without that guy fucking <laughs> yeah. her. You know what I mean? He just started to pick up. I never thought about that. Yeah. It's just like you've been living like a completely innocent. He kept asking him like, I get like it's supposed to be for storytelling. So we learn who it is. Yeah. yeah. But it's like he's asking his friend and his friend's explaining it to him. And his friend's not like, dude, you've been here every day. How? What are you talking about? You're just like, it's like. If I looked over at Kaylee and was like, hey, who is that? Who's that <laughs> You'd be like, like what? You... my fucking yeah. fiance, man. Uh, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. We got a pair. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it just, and it was one of those things that Lee pointed out. I was like, God damn it. This not is... that you, I needed Lee's help to ruin the, the prequels for Star Wars, but when, when her comment that you told me when you guys were watching it and she's like, why is Sam Jackson in space? And I was like. <laughs> well, she didn't know what it was. Yeah, I was like, why is Sam Jackson in space? You know what I mean? Like, why? Why is Sam Jackson underwater getting eaten by a shark? Why is Sam Jackson? You know what I mean? Like she walked in on it, and it was just him. And she's like, "Why is Sam Jackson in space?" She was like a like a fucking SNL sketch. And then it cuts to Yoda, and she goes, "What's he doing there?" And I'm like, "This is a Star Wars." She's like, "What the fuck?" Like, and I'm like, "You know what? That's the exact reaction. Like, it should just be like, <laughs> what the fuck?" <laughs> like. 
Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he's like, that's like a cool, like, dark fucking mm-hmm. Black Snake moan. You know what I mean? Throwing yeah. him in Star Wars is just like, yeah. it's like the Aerosmith ride. <laughs> I don't know why. It just has that vibe to it. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It just seems it's like. It's out of place. I mean, Star Wars has a lot of, I mean, okay. Star Wars. Was... Fair, Harrison Ford famous, right? Yeah. But, like, then he became all these other things. But then, like, yeah. you know, but when you have an established like Star Wars, right? And nobody knows who the fuck anybody else is. He's using a lot of newcomers. Um, and then Sam Jackson isn't. It's Sam Jack. He's not. What's the fucking name of that movie? Mace. Yeah, Mace Windu. I almost said Qui Gon Jinn. That's uh, that's fucking uh, what you call it? Taken. Uh, Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. Yeah. Which he was cool. Taken. It's taken. Your name is just taken now. Yeah. Hey. Pretty much. Hey, taken. Well, that's what he did. He took Anakin Skywalker away yeah. from his mom. She was like, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, I freed your son. Uh, you don't know me, but I'm going to take him with me now. <laughs> yeah. She's like, uh, okay, but you're still a slave. So she's like, really? It's like, yep, goodbye. <laughs> and like, fucking, see you later. And then the next movie, she's been kidnapped and tortured for 10 years, and then she dies. <laughs> so, like, that's Anakin's mom, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, that, I don't know, man. I could obviously talk forever about how much I hate and love Star Wars at the same time. Yeah, well, I mean, it just becomes a fucking... It becomes a bank, dude. It just becomes a big thing. Or it's like, I would love to go to the Star Wars world they built, but I don't want to be crammed in there with a bunch of different fucking smelly-ass tourists and shit, sweating fucking fat American people sweating out their pretzels. Like, it sounds awful. It's just any... But they're like, you know what? We're just going to cash in on everything. There's Star Wars fucking everything. When I worked at the... It started as like a fucking indie movie. The, like... The best part of the day was enjoying the golf course without was any hanging fucking out golfers on, the, on it. On the golf course and like wondering if Harrison Ford was going to crash a plane and you know, <laughs> any second and you were going to get to meet him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, they're like fucking. You know what I mean? It was just like there was always like an hour in the morning where no members were there, and you got to enjoy this beautiful piece of land without anyone in it. And then the golfers would come and ruin it. So it would be kind of the same thing. Star Wars, I would love to experience that, like you're saying. And then all the other people would ruin the fucking entire experience. Um, you know, I don't know. The golf course was a strange place uh, to work because, like, we're all these, like, sweaty, gross, like, stone grunt guys. And then there's, like, fancy yeah. people who pay a lot of money uh, it was displayed in the for film. us to take care of their shit. You know, It, it was w- displayed in the film Caddyshack. Caddyshack too. <laughs> you could see it's a, it was a class war. Indeed, when it was when you guys were allowed to use the pool, it was well, fucking. You know, it chaos. was it was funny because like everyone, no, everyone there practically sucks. I mean, there's like a few people who are good, but like for the most part, these guys, it, the the most rewarding you mean, like, thing, the golfers, it, yeah, like, is, is to see like them line up for a shot. Um, yeah. For like, you know, they'll take a bunch of ow. <laughs> they'll take a bunch of fucking <laughs> practice swings, and uh, and then they fucking fuck up the ball like it's shanks you know hard right or whatever and like uh that that's but then then it, it almost became like a road rage type of thing where i'd be doing my thing on the mower i'd have my headphones in stone fucking i'm in my element right and then i'd have to move over for the golfers so and then eventually like so, so some of the lady golfers would hit right at you they wouldn't even wait for you to get out of the way like they're brutal like what the fuck are you doing this is a game what i'm a fucking human being you psycho and then that's old rich wives right so that's when i started referring you know so every 
girl or woman like that on the golf course was a clam. They're just clams. Clam. You got to get out of the way I of the clams. Gone with hole. <laughs> They're holes. <laughs> yeah. Clams. And then, you know, golfers are faggots. Um, not, a creative not, bunch out there. <laughs> yeah, well, not, they, think about it. They're not homosexual in any way. Not that in that, not uh Whacking a ball with a little sticks, little guy. Yeah, but just the way they dress and the way they act is yeah. not. You know what I mean? They're just uh, what what yeah. word would describe that best and hit them where it hurts. Go back to the fucking fish thing. It just becomes like an identity. The guy who just wears Titan, like everything he owns, mm-hmm. it says Titan on it now. You know, it just becomes their hobby. Becomes what takes over. They have their job. Their kid goes to a dance practice and they go fucking golf. You but there's I mean? like the one guy at work who was the old wise man who who didn't say much at all. And there was a time where I was like off of the fairway, like waiting for these pack of faggots to, to hit their balls and uh the guy like he he rolls up silently on his cart and he's got to wait and he's just sitting there i'm like what's up man he's like <sighs> faggots <laughs> <laughs> and again like nothing about their sexuality it was just it describes like the whole aura perfectly you know what i mean why the, is the, it the a way good word dr- patrice said hard consonants are funny and yeah i think absolutely. that's what it is that's yeah. why like puerto rican is funnier punch. than mexican yeah, Mexican is not really funny. It's too smooth. Puerto Rican. I think funny. it's funny calling anybody who's remotely Hispanic Mexican because mostly they yeah. everyone who's not Mexican hates it. Hard cons- <laughs> hard consonants are funny, so that has some hard consonants in it, and it makes it, it just absolute makes faggot. It a good word. It's, a, it's a very uh, it's, you know, <laughs> cunt. Cunt yeah. is just a hard consonant. Yeah. It's just a fist that it's like not even individual fingers. It's mm-hmm. just like a fucking solid fist. <laughs> <laughs> Individual fingers are just right there. Yeah, it's a great word. Why would we, you know, so these words can be used in not even positive ways. You know, some people are cunts. I don't know what the fuck you want me to say. They are, for sure. Absolutely, man. And it's just, it, it, it was just funny that it became like a, almost like a therapeutic thing for every one of us. Now, it's not like we'd be like yelling at them like, fuck it. We just, <laughs> under our breath, every fucking time with the hum of the mower going, we're just like, <sighs> You know what That's I mean? Like, so funny. If they know that. Flock of clams. I bet know? fucking flight attendants do that, too. It's loud as shit on a plane. Yeah. When someone asks for some shit, it's just like, yeah, can I have three of those little things of Jack with like, oh, you want three Cokes, too? You're like, uh, I mean, if you have to. I just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just pretty much, do you want to, oh, you want me to give me a cup? Is this first class? <laughs> Did I fucking sit in the wrong seat? Yeah. And then as she's going away, the things are so loud. She's yeah. like, fucking drunk. Fucking drunk piece <laughs> of shit. She goes yeah. back there. She's like, can you hand me fucking three coaches, fucking douchebag and three yeah. You know goes I mean? there. Thank you very much. But because the <laughs> engines are going, they can literally just fucking say whatever they want. Yeah, absolutely. I told you about Danielle. It's uh-huh. a flight attendant named Danielle. And I know this because her flight, her name tag said D-A-N-Y-E-L-L. <laughs> They're so like, how you spelled it? I don't know. Uh, D A N Y E L L. Yeah, Danielle, that sounds good. Yeah, it makes more sense than the, than the other one. What the? How would be the other D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. one? D A N I E L L E. That's fucking out there. That's it is crazy. actually. It makes more sense. That is. Yeah. It sounds like some delicious Spanish fucking risotto meal or something. <laughs> There's a lot of L's in there. <laughs> you got to roll all those L's. Danielle, <laughs> yeah. I can't even do it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the way I think Danielle on on Southwest flight whatever the fuck had it right. <laughs> it's the proper way to spell that well, name. You 
spell Kaylee's name wrong every time on purpose. Our our boss of Vincenzo does that. It's not K hyphen Lee, like she's a rapper from the eighties. <laughs> that would be cool. Oh, I totally thought it was. That was I was being uh, serious. And I think my mom is not necessarily a practical joker, but she does spell it differently every time. That's not a joke. No, I, yeah, but she does spell. Moms it. Moms have a hard time texting. They do, I guess, but I don't know. I think it's like my mom's like last silent dig. You know what I mean? <laughs> but she's, she's not like, Catholic. <laughs> yeah, she's like she's not Catholic, and she's taking you away from me. So K A Y L E I G H I E E I. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you know, I'm like okay, because I've spelled it like after like this in the same text. You know, the right way, which is just fine. Yeah, league is Leah. Simple. Or like well, they'll sure, just hear yeah. Lee or Leah or Lage. Or they'll spell it like Lee L E E. Lay. Like Tommy Lee Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like you're dating a dude. Yeah. A Asian boy. <laughs> Lee? Yeah. This is, this is Lee. He's this Chinese. Lee. She's lighting off firecrackers <laughs> and throwing them. <over. laughs> huh? Guess I'll play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do mine. Uh that's funny. Well there's got we gotta get a setup. We have a, we have a friend named Tom. And we have a friend Jonesy. We gotta track those two down and get a picture of the three of them. So it's Tommy, Tommy Lee, Lee Jones. Jones. It's one of my big life goals. Haven't really pushed for it. It's the first that's ever been said. <laughs> but uh, I guess I made a meme before it was a meme, like years and years ago, with like paint on a PC, and it was James Bond. Uh, Gandalf and Mr. Feeney. Yeah. And it was James Gandalf. It was a Feeney. game we would play for yeah. a bit on, on the Facebook page. If yeah. we would have kept going with that, that actually was like catching, like people were really responding to that. Cause yeah. we, I had Michelle Rodriguez. That was a tough one, man. <laughs> because it was a me, like a me, like a wee yeah. me, a seashell, like a guy standing on a train in sweatpants with a boner. Rod. That's rod. your rod. Yeah, that rod. And then Ree was a fellow with Town Syndrome. <laughs> and then guess like the guess jeans logo. So me, Shell, Rod, Ree, guess. And then we just like for some reason stopped doing that. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man, because you kind of just like. Where do you go from there? That's like a John Cazale career. <laughs> like fucking like, man, you were in the four best. Like you just nailed it. Yeah. Four home runs in a row. Fucking just get cancer and fucking back out. <laughs> yeah. like you were known for your hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking. Well, were some other ones. God damn it! I remember. Well, our friend Carminati. Think of I any did a, other. Did a, think of any other a flashlight and and him and it was the Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a little more but, cerebral. Yeah. You got to think of like a fucking another Salma Hayek. Sail. Sail? Like, sail, like, like a, sail a sailboat. Sail. So you have to make people say the thing, sail, like, in a row. Ma. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. Like, this could be a fucking card game. Sail, ma. Kayak. No, fucking sail, ma, ma, like a mom. Fucking what about like the, the mom that, from that Goodfellas. Ma that, uh, that was a horror movie that came out not that long ago. It was really weird. <laughs> just called Ma? It's just called Ma. It was about right, this lady sure. who, like, gives these underage kids alcohol and let some party at their house. And then she turns out to be weird. Big plot <laughs> twist. <laughs> so Salma and then hi, you show like the fucking stoner kid from yeah. the point of me. Yeah. Like, you show, I was the kid from fucking days to like, confuse. What, or what something. can we show for hi? Like, uh. 
Oh, man, that fucking <laughs> building's pretty high. And then a yak. Yeah, Salma Hayek. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, that could be a fucking card game where you have the card and it's got... Oh, yeah. Remember that... how there, there is one where it's like mush mouth, like you're supposed to say yeah. the sentence and it means something else and it, it comes out of something else. It's sort of the same idea, but with, like, actors, famous people's names. But we only do it with... Ke- can- how do you do Kevin Spacey? We only do it with canceled people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, I'm like, it's... Okay, uh, Kevin Spacey. Well, that's how Kev. Kev, Kev, like a Kevlar vest. I don't know. No, because you don't refer to it as like a Kev. Kevin know, Spacey. You just that's tough, a... man. Yeah, like, yeah. See, see, it's a challenge. Anybody, anybody on the live chat? Come on, what will we do here? Um, Kevin, no. Kevin Spacey. Kevin's Kevin... such a lame name. Oh, though. Okay. I'm sorry, anybody. Kevin Gibbs, uh. <laughs> but it's not. How do you? How do you? Where do you? If you get the bit that we're trying to do, we're trying to use images and pictures to like spell this person's name out. Right. James Gandolfini is a, is a perfect example. Like Kevin Spacey. But now we got to do it with just canceled people. <laughs> All right. So who else is canceled? Who isn't? Yeah, I know. Uh, Marilyn Manson. That's pretty easy. Uh, Mary, sure Marilyn, Virgin Ma- Mary. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> Mary Lynn, Lynn Jamie Lynn. Lynn Spears. No. Oh uh, yeah. Who do you think? Loretta Lynn. <laughs> L- no, I think Loretta you... Lynn Manson. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we need to bring Mad TV back. <laughs> yeah, I think so. They just were a gold mine for them. <laughs> That's true. We would be paid the big bucks to write their stupid shit. No, we would, we would just say we would just say Loretta Lynn Manson, and then they would just have to do it. They would have, yeah. go, right. go with that. We are the muse yeah. for fucking Mad TV. Uh, um, I'm surprised that's not rebooted like everything else is brought back. You know what I mean? Because Mad TV was pretty like, fucked up. What do you mean? <laughs> you look like a man. <laughs> like, oh, remember well, Mad yeah, TV? Yeah, it Jesus was, Christ, yeah, it dude. Was pretty young. Yeah. Man TV was fucking wild. <laughs> I I got in a kick like not that long ago where I was watching Will Sasso do the Kenny Rogers and you do the jackass for some reason. It's Kenny Rogers and jackass. It was like the funniest thing ever because it had nothing to do with any of it. He was just a fat fucking redneck getting yeah. hit with a baseball he bat. Always <laughs> drunk as fuck. Yeah. I want to drug some milk, you know, like, but... I don't know why that, but like, okay, I was a teenager or even younger. Like I was in they used to like play middle school. They used to Comedy Central all the time. Yeah, and that was like our SNL sort of yeah. for like little dipshits. You know what I mean? Yeah, that Stewart character. Yeah, I didn't like him. That was creepy. Yeah, Look I what I can like, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, that, and that's it. That's the one thing that guy brought to the table, and then they made yeah. like five seasons off of that fucking guy just yeah. doing that. And the the lady that uh um Lois Griffin's voice. Alex yeah. Borstein did that mm-hmm. one, the Chinese lady. Yeah. This is whatever. She was a fucking staple of that show. Mm-hmm. And she did a really good job. That was the stepping stone between from all that <laughs> to fucking... Zach says Kevin Spacey absolutely blows <laughs> the Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. He absolutely uh, blows in a lot of places. Ke- <laughs> Kevin Spacey is the same guy in every movie. He's never not. And the yeah. one time he wasn't, is when he was limping around in usual suspects. And, and then, then guess changes, what? At the yeah. end, he turns into Kevin Spacey. I always, you know, it's so weird. Uh, like, dude, I, I always thought there should have been a movie where, like, a guy plays, like, a, a fella with Down syndrome. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the guy goes full retard, like, mm-hmm. in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, yeah. There's one of those. It's going to win an Oscar, so guaranteed. But then at the Not end, as retard. he's walking away... 
the eyes slowly just uncross. <laughs> and you realize he hasn't been retarded the whole time. And he just played everybody. The Kaiser Soze. Of reason. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like the ringer. Instead of a like more a more serious fucking... ringer. Like. Yeah. Right? Wasn't that yeah, wasn't yeah, Johnny yeah, Knoxville yeah, yeah. Where he's like pretending. Yeah. beating a bunch of kids in the special. But it's the fixed. usual suspects, but it's that. Yes, exactly. You got it. Okay. Then we can Good. make it relevant, you know, like how uh, they're ban- they're trying. Some states are trying to ban trans people from competing in sports because it's like, you know what I mean? Like a a, a guy, who, a big guy who turns into a woman boxer starts kicking the shit out of all these women boxers. I think it's like Wisconsin or something is trying to like. Yeah, it's been happening for years. Well, I know, but now people are like, you can't do that. But then he's like, have you have you seen what this thing is doing to these people? <laughs> I just I heard the whole thing on fucking NPR like a few days ago, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know where these people are going for the canceling of that, but that's like that's some fucking thin ice there." I don't you know, know what I mean? the fuck you're talking about anymore. Exactly. See what I'm saying? But I'm know. saying you can you can add that into the to the to the Kaiser Souza like you're pretending to be. It's almost like Joanna Man. Oh 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 yeah. Okay, just right? say Joanna Man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's what you've been talking about the whole time. Just say Joanna Man. But it's, it's you the know second how one, I it's speak. You want to be a man? Yeah. And that's the second one. It's Joanna Man, yeah. where it's like at the end you just like well, you find out there's a dick. Was that Arsenio? Was he in Joanna Man? Ar- oh, fuck. I I think it was actually. Was it Arsenio? Or it wasn't one of the Wayans brothers. No, no, it was Arsenio. It, it, they're just black. There's no way you confuse the two of those guys. No, no, no. Well, I said because the Wayans have a habit of doing fucking thing uh, movies Stupid. where they dress up as fucking shit. That's you know, true. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But so, no, Joanna Man. I'm I'm pretty. Was it Arsenio? Who the fuck was it? Wasn't Dennis Rodman? <laughs> no, that was real. <laughs> that was... Joanna Man. Oh, Zach, remember? it was Miguel A. Nunez. Who the fuck is that? He's in a bunch of stuff. He was in Life. Do you remember when Pony Boy from the fucking... Uh, yeah, yeah, Soul Man. Yeah. Get close to the goddamn microphone. Nah, if they can hear me, I'm yelling. <laughs> um, It was this guy, but I could, we could see how that could... Oh, yeah, he's kind of, you know, he's been in stuff. Um, Zach, he totally, remember he looks how like I recommended right the Sage? Uh, Zach, are you remember, are you recommending that I, I burn Sage now to clear up this conversation? Really? To, uh, that's what Zach H Oh, said. fuck with a Ouija board on air? I thought it was a Ouija board. A Ouija board on air? No, I think a Ouija board's no, bullshit. No, absolutely not. No, remember a few episodes ago, I said the most uh, afraid I will ever be is being either something with demons and being possessed or anything yeah. like that. We ain't Ouija that board. In my house. Yeah, uh, you ever seen the fucking Exorcist? Because that's, you know, Captain Howdy. I actually have an Exorcist t shirt. Where where it's the fucking Pazuzu, the fucking uh, the the statue that uh, what's his name who always looks old forever, who's the who was the priest in that? Um, I don't know, I forgot his name, but it is like a name that as soon as you say it, I'm gonna know it. And I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but why did we we start talking about Soul Man for a second? Because I know Soul, what you mean. That's oh, another because, black okay, face well, that's movie. A, yeah, exactly. That's a super blackface movie. <laughs> like that, that is the epitome of blackface movies, where this dude. Who played Pony Boy, or he was in fucking, uh, you know, Red Dawn. He was in uh, the, I guess, Fuck wait, I course. already said Pony Boy was in The Outsiders, right? But yeah, yes. he, he, he. Well, here's what the thing is, is the high school or black? 
I, 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 he was trying. I don't know, dude. But there's some reason he did blackface and was on the basketball and team. And like got a scholarship. And once again, shit. just like the fucking pass it on ad, it went through a lot of fucking people. But yeah. when who like, said yes to that, they, <laughs> like let's go. They with passed it. that really down the line, and everybody was cool with it. <laughs> that is, uh, I didn't. Just I, like Kaylee, that is the funniest way I've ever seen Ouija spelled. <laughs> it's a wedgie board for Ouija sure. Board. <laughs> Mario we, and Luigi board. Oh, Mario and Luigi board. I just bring back just <laughs> a, like, a fucking... What is your name? And it's like, it's a me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tube, a grooming tube comes out and just... She crawls out like the exorcist. <laughs> he crawls... Out. <laughs> All right. Jason Villar, Max von Sydow. Max von Sydow, who's in fucking everything... But he's he's the dude who like he apparently wore like old aged makeup in The Exorcist because older. he looks exactly like in that movie he looks exactly like how he's been for the next forty years yeah. of film because that's just what you know what I mean he's been in everything and he's great but like I didn't realize to me when I first saw The Exorcist he was that old man like he was just an old man so it blew my mind it was almost like did you know, Steve old- Martin always look like Steve Martin yeah it was because he got gray hair right. at like twenty two yeah yeah. yeah. Well, so did the old makeup look like he does now? Yes. Well, he's dead now. <laughs> but uh, not no. But like right I now. mean, exactly like it. Like it's fucking crazy. Like he looked like. So they predicted it very well. Yeah. Because if you look at uh, back Can you to win the future like a posthumous too. Academy Award where people are just like, hey, wait a minute, Exorcist, yo, you fucking nailed it. You yeah. Know what I mean? We like, thought she was old, <laughs> and then you got old, and we realized shit, he wasn't old at all. No. <laughs> but fucking all right. So the makeup. Looked like he eventually looked. They predicted what he was going to look like as an old man. Yeah. Like, if you, you know look at Back see, to like, the Future 2, yeah. and then you look at them actually now, they don't look like when they did old no. makeup to fucking Michael J. Fox. Old makeup never really... I mean... It still looks weird in movies. Like, it just looks weird. There's Captain a couple, America's old... You know what? I mean, fucking... You can suck Goodfellas dick all the time, but like... Paulie, like ages, like in the first time you see Paulie standing in the doorway yeah, where he moves yeah, slow, he does yeah. And then when he says, Now I got to turn my back on you, yeah. you're like, Oh shit, he's got completely gray hair. And you didn't know, like, it wasn't this dramatic transformation. He just looks a lot older. Yeah. And he looked younger. So that you're not supposed to notice it, you're supposed to realize it. Yeah. And then when huh, it's just I like, like some of those fucking movies where it's just like, we're just going to pancake, we're just going to plaster two like, uh, vaginas under your eyes Winona, and make you look yeah, old. <laughs> Winona Ryder at the end of fucking uh, uh, Edward Scissorhands. She's like, oh. Well, that uh, was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know what I mean? It was Did like, they do that in A League of Their Own where they went to the baseball museum and it was all like old Gina Davis? Did they try to do that? Or did they just hire a bunch of old ladies to <laughs> come in Do you remember when we were at the movies and we saw a preview yeah, for some yeah. shit? Oh, fuck, I was going to tell this last week. This was great. <laughs> Dude, I'm watching. This is my experience. Is we're watching it, and I fucking hate when they do this. They do these little documentaries about a show that's about to hit ABC, fucking yeah. Blue True Bloods or some fucking horseshit. Like it's all just some weird cop show, and they interview all the fucking people who you know that they're famous from something from way long ago, and they're yeah. like, "This is a really exciting project," and they tell you all about it, and you just don't fucking care because now when I watch this, I'm gonna know it's fake because I just watched you make it. Like yeah. I can't suspend disbelief because <laughs> you're literally showing me making it, and they're like, "When we wrote." this fake thing and it's just it ruins it so it's a bad idea but they fill up time in the theater before yeah and they go to interview gina davis and gina davis i guess has had some work done or i don't know if she was just looking a little fucking funky in this role there was something off about it it wasn't even different it was dramatically different than the last it wasn't the the, what she looked like
like in the sh- in the show. She played like the a, a president. She was the president of the United States. Was the show or whatever the fuck. It didn't last very long, but they showed her interviewed, yeah. which was just what Gina Davis looks like, and not in the show. Yeah, but she Gina makeup. Davis at a level where they fucking get her looking as good as she could for an interview. I guess they wouldn't. I don't know. Whatever. But anyways, she looked dramatically different than you would think Gina Davis would look, and I was like. Subtly, quietly to myself, like, oh, Gina Davis looking a little rough. And I go to turn to Steve to go, like, hey, fucking Gina Davis is looking a little rough. And I look, and you're already looking at me, and you go, ew! <laughs> <laughs> so loud. <laughs> so, and you were like, what the fuck happened to her? I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think, speaking of Jonesy and like Greg and all those guys, they were. They were at the IMAX theater, and they were going to fucking... There was some movie, like, where Tom Cruise, you know, goes... Uh, time is repeated. It was just a, a Tom Cruise <laughs> action movie that was just the same as the last 10 Tom Cruise. Yeah. And it was so lame. Jumping the whole theater, like... Building 12? Yeah, exactly. And, like, nobody... Like, so it was like... This time know, he jumps the onto a helicopter. <laughs> From a building that's falling down into the water. Um... It, it's incredible. You've never seen it before because the last time he came up from the water, climbed on a building, and jumped on a helicopter. Um, we should start a cruise line called Tom Cruise, it's where it's, we like as you're on the cruise, we start blowing shit up and sending assassins after you, <laughs> and it's like a Tom Cruise experience. The Scientologist is like yeah. threatening your life, and then you, you wake to, up and you have to repeat the same. You know, yeah, you have to thing. sacrifice There's a no baby escape. for Scientology. Absolutely. It's the whole Tom Cruise experience. It's a Tom Cruise. You just, it, like if you don't dance on a couch and proclaim your love, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. get to fuck Katie Holmes. <laughs> You know, it's a Tom Cruise. You get the full Tom Cruise experience. It's like a fantasy baseball camp thing. You get to be Tom Cruise for a day. But, uh, okay, so these guys were at the IMAX theater, right? And they were, they were talking about there was some lame, like really lame, like Tom Cruise movie at preview. And, uh, you know, like some people are like kind of comment or like chime or like, oh, I don't know, it's good. And, like, I don't see that. You always hear like some little murmuring after. There was nothing. And I think <laughs> it was either Andy or Greg. It was silent. And they go, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> people started laughing because they knew, like, everyone was in, like, full, like, understanding that, that was the lamest shit ever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one guy, like, yeah! <laughs> I, dude, like, people who, I don't know, is it a nervous laughter thing? I don't, like, dude, like, the shit people will laugh at in a theater is yeah. mind-boggling. Yeah, me. for sure. It'll be, like, the most non- cutesy little half joke and some fucking married dork will fucking just cackle like it's the funniest thing he's ever heard <laughs> normal people yeah <laughs> what they find funny is just like what really what the, i think the same energy that i've that i get or the nervousness that i feel when people sing happy birthday to me is the same at the end of a movie when people start to clap yeah because why are you doing that like stop doing that. The Why is this who made the stop movie doing aren't it? here? Nobody who's associated with the movie at all is anywhere near this place. Maybe the projectionist, you know, feels it. The projectionist just like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like what are Cutting you doing later? Porn yeah. Into yeah. Film, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um fucking yeah, like I don't know. I I I get that same and when the plane lands type of thing and people are like if it was yeah. a hairy ass ride, if it was like a this plane might not land ride, yeah, where you're like, where I'm like, you know, 
calming her down, but yeah. then also going like, "We're gonna die. <laughs> We're just gonna die. It's fine. It ha- it's ha- come on. Look at nobody can look. The stewardess is. I I think she's allergic to the Pepsi. That's why her makeup's running. Um, she's crying and call- she must be on the phone telling them how okay it is, <laughs> telling the ground how okay it is. And then in my head, I'm like, "We're gonna fucking die." And then after those, that deserves a round of applause because the guy just magically brought like this giant metal flying bird with all these fucking strangers in the back who all have families and brought it through a storm with lightnings with Thor throwing fucking shit around and he landed it on the fucking ground safely and the fucking TV never went out. <laughs> and I watched fucking Planet of the Apes the whole time. All right? Marky That's Mark, Planet some... of the Apes? No, like, no, no. The good one. The, 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 like the newer ones. Yeah. Those the are one where they find the bad. gas station and they yeah. play the band. I don't remember what happens. Yeah. Isn't good. Woody Harrelson in that? And he's fucking he's in the third one, yeah. I want to watch it's... that on a screen that isn't six inches big. <laughs> I think it would be a lot better, yeah. Next to a fat guy eating a burrito. It was not the best experience. But that deserves a round of applause. Yeah. Clapping for a movie where no like the fucking director is in the back of the Niagara Falls fucking IMAX yeah. going, I need to see how the people feel to yeah. really get you know, like judging the reaction. When there's the like crowd. yeah, the five people that are there. Which yeah. Is, yeah, the one married guy in shorts, but he's not there with his wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the guy who got the yo, fucking There trailer. was a motherfucker who when we went to see something I think it was IMAX. It was like really narrow, like seats. The sheet, the seats were like, like down. Like it was like the cheap seats at the yacht. Like it was like straight down a fucking seating. Like I don't know, know how to explain it. But a guy came in. It was like middle of the day matinee. We just fucking went and saw a movie. And some older dude came in and took his shirt off. And he kept like taking these really deep and weird breaths. He was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Is that like the Avengers <laughs> or something? Yeah. <laughs> he was taking these yeah. weird deep breaths. I'm like, is this motherfucker about to have a heart attack? And it was like cold out, and I don't know what he was doing. He was just getting settled or something. He was just making weird noises. Like when a dog, like when an old bulldog starts like yeah. making bizarre ass noises, and you're like, oh, this thing's about you're to like, die. This is, this is He's going to die. How it's supposed to be here is it's ending. It's <laughs> yeah. done now. Are you okay? He's, is he's this just, happening to you a lot? Die. He was just making these weird noises. If somebody dies in a movie theater, and the movie's good. Do you go get someone, or do you wait? Uh, I don't know, man. I guess you just what the fuck? Because you're gonna fuck up the movie for everybody else. Like they're right. gonna pause the movie. And they'll give you the voucher. They're gonna notice that it's a thing. It's like just wait to the end. Uh, he I wanted know. to see. He sat down in that chair wanting to see that movie, mm-hmm. and you let him finish that movie. Right, spiritually, spiritually, spiritually. Yeah. yeah, you left him there. That was the last thing he did was see that movie. And uh, now, if you want to feel like he's near, you watch of the Avengers again. I remember exactly. I watched Into all the, the Dark Knight movies Into again. Into the microphone. <laughs> I watched all the Dark Knight movies again, and still I get to Dark Knight Rises, and I'm like, I remember the joke I made to you. There was something as soon as it was done, and I was like, no wonder that guy shot up the fucking theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was everybody said Joe. Yeah, did you see the fucking movie? Of course you did. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it was fucking not. You know, because know, you're like coming was... off of the Dark Knight, yeah. Which, like, as much as like every time I watch that, I'm like expecting it to like not be as good as I thought it was, and mm-hmm. I'm like, nah. Yeah, I know. It's you're pretty like, perfect. God damn like, it! Even like I love Bat- Batman Begins. I think is great. It's awesome. Just because I'm a fan, it's and awesome. I think it's like a little more like noiry and cartoony, and like it's kind of like For the sure. '50s. You know what I mean? But like the Dark Knight, when you watch, when it's the at the end, you're just like, yeah, it's a, it's one of those like 
Goodfellas Fight Club. You're like, that was a perfect fucking yeah, film. Yeah, perfect film. It's fucking great. So it's hard to come off of that. And then you make sure. like a pretty good just summer popcorny. I don't like how they use New York City. No. Because it's fucking New York City. You can tell it's New York City. Yeah, it like, they yeah. show the island. And I love the Tom Hardy, Freedom man. Tom Tower, Hardy the Freedom is like... Tower is getting built. You're like, that's yeah. New York. That's not. It was Chicago before, but with like some CGI then, buildings to make it like, look different. Was it like Philly or was the other one? Or Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. or something? They filmed yeah. the, the football shit in yeah, Pittsburgh. Yeah, Gotham was all but here's cities, what, Oh, here's what I was thinking. Is that they cleaned up Gotham. They made it like the Harvey Dent Act cleaned up Gotham. So now Gotham is supposed to look different. Okay. It looked a little, it wasn't as dark and gritty. It wasn't Chicago anymore. It was more New York. That was, uh, by the way, that was Robert De Niro. I just realized I didn't know that I was doing that face. And I look in the monitor and I'm like, "Eh, you know, you got a point. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, so Gotham looks different because it was cleaned but up. But here's the thing. I watched that movie like three weeks ago and Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. And I can't stop saying, time to go mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the lines yeah. were like real. It, remember in the theater, though, it was really hard to understand what the fuck he was saying. Because they recut it. They actually changed it after yeah. those first few runs. Because we, like, fr- we went the first day after the shooting. I woke up and saw the news of the shooting yeah. and was like, dude, there's going to be metal detectors? The fucking... We're like, this is going to be an event. The news is going to be there. This is going to be crazy. We pulled into the parking lot. And there was just like nothing. There was like no. a cop eating a fucking sandwich. Again, the, the the married guy without his yeah, wife and yeah, shorts. Just like, yeah. <laughs> the kids at karate so yeah. you can go watch the thing. Like, there was zero protection. <laughs> just the dude didn't even look at your ticket. The League of Shadows. Yeah. Um. So it's fun to say shit that Tom Hardy says in that movie. The voices. Then, like, that's the thing. Is the vo- yeah. and Batman's voice like the voice choices. The, in those movies, except for Heath Ledger's was perfect. Heath Ledger was fucking one of my favorite scenes. Well, every scene that he's in is perfect. But like the one of my favorite things is at the end when Batman gets him and he's hanging off the off the fucking roof and he's t- he's like, I wanted to show you that the people who got them are good. Yeah, and like whatever. But then the camera starts to turn around because Heath Ledger's hanging, hanging upside yeah, down, and then it's him up, but his hair's off. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. genius, it's fucking like, great, incredible. It's so fucking good. Um, and but then, the voices, uh, dude, some of the voices yeah. and the Tom Hardy voices. what a lovely lovely voice you know like it's yeah so you brought him here (laughs) but like yeah he says some cool stuff like you know i see you came back to die with your city and then he's like no (laughs) like he's like basically it was batman's version going no (laughs) you know because he goes i came back to stop you no shit look around you that because clearly what you're doing batman Batman. like that is what he's it's this showdown he broke batman batman leapt to almost his death three times and made it on the third time finally meets bane again he goes no <laughs> you don't think the whole time in the prison he wasn't thinking of something to say to bane no the you real batman the fucking real like batman like you talk dark knight returns bat badass fucking batman wouldn't have said a fucking word right. would have just came out he, he wouldn't even have seen a bane it'd be fighting then all of a sudden it would be one of those he looks around and all of a sudden there's a fist and he just knocks him the fuck out and he's um fucking when fucking michael keaton just is like you're going to jail yeah. Just that's all he says. You're like, yeah, Batman don't fucking talk. You don't yeah. say cutesy shit. No. They kind of cutesied it up at the end there, but so whatever. Like. But there should be a band called Fernie Branca because that's the drink Fernie that Branca. Michael Caine gets. Yep. And I'm like, that sounds like a cool band. Like one holiday for Fernie Branca. Branca. Yeah. Um, so Zach is asking, uh, 
where should, where should start I start? He's a Batman fan. You talking like we're comics Batman and fans. shit? Comics or the films? If you're talking about comics, if you're talking about films, I mean, just start at the beginning and watch them all and know that it's a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Like, yeah. say, just watch them by the year. Like, yeah. Start at the earliest, 89, and then just work your way up and see how yeah. that goes for you. Watch like one of those time-lapse videos of like a flower dying and coming back to life. <laughs> That's what it is. But I love like the Val Kilmer one just from the nostalgic like little kid aspect. Yeah, of it. Like, Tommy Lee Jones is fucking wild. They're all that, just really. the Joker. Even Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. They're all just being the Joker. Yeah, they're all just being the Joker. I hated Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Yeah, because he was day. just being the Joker. He doesn't know how. Yeah, but being also weird. he's being Jesse Eisenberg, like just like he was a great Joker. Yeah, he was. Hey, hey, look, you're big. You're big. Huh? Day versus night. Like how, how many fucking he like was quirky? Lex yeah, Luthor is supposed just, to be a little smooth, right? He's like good versus bad. Day versus night. God versus Satan. You know, it's like we get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. He was being a little we too fucking get it shakespearean about it oh, if you're God. talking about comics you start with frank miller's year one year one yeah i would say and, and then, then there's like year two and shit i love the long halloween because it mixes the whole godfather thing with the fucking batman thing hush was a good run that came out when i was a kid when i first got into it like the first books i actually mm. bought was during the hush run and you're like oh i don't fuck this cartoon because like they drew the women like oh, come on yeah. <laughs> like Jesus Christ yeah it was unfair for yeah. anyone else but uh I, which, which one's the best which movie uh, or the comic I don't know comics, and that's a matter of well, opinion like here, dude, the Dark but... Knight Returns once you get into it and you really get the whole story and you realize what the fuck is going on with this guy and you realize the darkness of it and you get the reality that was the of first it time I realized, then you get like, in the Dark Knight I, I Returns I actually questioned how like fucked up Batman actually is because Batman to me it was introducing me as a kid as Michael Keaton. That's that's how I was. I knew Bat. Well, actually, fucking uh, uh, the the '60s Batman. I I grew up watching Adam that. West. Yeah, but the point is, Batman was always Batman, and you never questioned it because it was cool, and he kicked butt, and he did whatever. But that was the first one. I was like, this guy's fucked. Yeah, like, this guy's fucked up. Very dark story. You know what I mean? And then that's why I like Christopher Nolan's trilogy because they were like, you're just as fucking crazy as them. Yeah. You know? So. I don't know. And I like people it. blame him, but The Dark Knight Returns. Once you understand the whole story, The Dark Knight Returns is very weird. Uh, well, it's not very. It's, but once you understand the whole story and the backstory, and that you understand the impact of it, yeah. it is Shakespearean level. I read it like twice a year. Like it's fucking amazing. And the and the animated version they did was pretty solid. It was pretty actually. good. Yeah. But the, like good. I know I say the anime. I know I'm always making fun of people for the infantile like. People in their 30s who have a Disney wedding. I'm like, you fucking psychos. And this is my one thing. Like with comic books, I love the dark Batman graphic novels. But the minute Green Lantern shows up and starts doing shit with his ring, I'm like, this is fucking, this is fucking gay. gay. Yeah, but like I, the other shit, I'm like, this is Shakespearean. I just said that. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's a, I, I'm a weirdo. There's a fine line with it. I know. But, it, but the it, Dark Knight fucking returns is when he's older and he comes back to it. And it's like, because it fucking calls him back. It's dark, dude. It's fucking he's heavy. brooding and, and intimidating. And, yeah. you know, he doesn't give a shit. And Superman's like, hey, you should stop that. Superman like, works for the you. fucking government now. It yeah. shows, like, 
that these guys didn't come in and like join arms justice league like cartoon like they were a problem the government had a fucking problem with superman and they wanted to kill like he was the enemy for a minute like so now superman works with the government to fucking take fucking rockets up to space and blow them up when people start fucking around that's why like you ever watch that show the boys the amazon original uh, no, show it's really it's, fucking yeah it's, 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 it's awesome that it's, idea it's like that it's it's one of the funniest great. parts of the dark knight returns is when they use it's ronald it's reagan it came out in the 80s so reagan's mm. like the the thing and it just keeps cutting. It's all shows how the media, a lot of it is TV anchors talking, like talking heads, really. And, and, uh, it's telling the stories and like, you'll watch a story happen. Then you see the news cover it and they, they twist it a little bit and you're like, Hey, like V for Vendetta did that pretty well. Yeah. Absolutely. But, um, so well, written by the same guy, right? He didn't, he do, v- did he do the who? comic Frank Miller? Did he do? He v did for v- Vendetta? Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. That's did a good he? question. I don't know. If he did, that would make sense because he's fucking great. It seems like his style. Or somebody yeah. did that. I'm going to look it up. Or No, Lee, look it up. I, got, I can't do it too. Because then I'll just be quiet for 30 seconds. I had a point. <laughs> and you'll listen to me. Sir, as, you know, what the fuck was the point? Fiji water. Well, all right. So it shows the media and all the stuff and the Joker coming back. It shows the negative side. And they're like, yo, hey, fucking comics are for kids. You're like, oh, yeah, the one where the Joker poisoned the cotton candy at the fair (laughs) and killed like 150 Boy Scouts. Yeah, I'm going to get that one for my kid for Christmas. (laughs) Some of it, dude, it's a psychotic, murderous fucking thing. Zach, uh, future uh, reference, if you ever want to just fucking completely take the show off the rails, um, bring up Batman to Thurman. That makes uh, sense. (laughs) I was on the rails. It was on the rails. (laughs) Yeah. Because we could have two separate podcasts. One guy finally (laughs) asked a question in 10 years of doing this. All right. I'm going to give him a fucking proper answer. (laughs) That's true. Thank you, guys. Uh, Everybody. That's director. He directed the movie. No, the Wachowski's from fucking fucking, uh, The Matrix. But who wrote the the comic? Never mind. Look it up yourselves, kids. Yeah, Michael Moore. Michael uh, Moore <laughs> wrote yeah. <me> for Vendetta. <laughs> G for Global Warming by Michael Moore. <laughs> All right, dude, I gotta fucking piss. I I think I think we're good for this. Uh... This cough is not from this. I've been uh, sick as a bitch lately. Oh, thanks no, for having I'm us kidding, over. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, I'm immune has, now. I just well, took no. A- no, it's the fucking time of year, dude. My fucking one ear is all fucked up, so I'm having that weird uh, water in the ear situation. Yeah. Remember, like I have, like we've played gigs where like I was like, "Am I doing this right?" Because I'm just hearing like yeah. Char- the one time you asked me Charlie if Brown's the teacher, going well. <laughs> like I'm like Charlie Brown's teacher, and I'm like, wah, wah, wah. It feels like you have like water in here. It's fucking with me. So thanks, Mother Nature, for kicking my ass. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. I'm going to click end stream. Anything else we got to oh, say? Uh, yeah, quick shout out. Um, I heard a new EP from a band called The Half Trays. And it's uh, it's called Double Dippin' is the EP. And yeah, it's a I fucking did hear wing. About that. What is and it? it's it's Peter Hewer's fucking Oh, yeah, band. okay, right. Yeah, but yeah. they sound like if you're a fan of like Wolfpack or um, like the uh, Fearless Flyers, Early Prince, Tower of Power, like they got it all, man. They're fucking nice. sick. Um, the production value is fucking great. Whoever recorded it and Peter's tone, he's he's one of the uh, best guitar players that we have around Western New York, um, and he's he's hell of a guy. 
And uh, you're also a hell of a photographer, too. But I'm telling you, it's on all streaming platforms. Check it out, man. Uh, the Half Trays, one slash two, not H-A-L-F. Half Trays and uh, Double Dip in his EP. And it's fucking, it's funky as fuck, man. So you'll, you'll thank me. There's a lot of good music that's out there. Not or, me, Orange you'll thank Corner, Pete. Orange Corner just fucking uh, dropped some shit. There's a lot of good yeah. music coming out. Um. Yeah. So, uh, what about the uh, friendly foes voting and the fucking? Oh yeah, that's okay. So I'm assuming we might be like Wednesday. Um, it's the band f- together, band Buffalo? together, Buffalo. This this huge thing that's been going on for weeks and weeks, and it involves everybody. Actually, Orange Corners in this next round. Uh, they announced Monday <laughs> when with the actual. What did I'm he sorry, say? Zach. It said Wolfpack is my twin sister, and then it meant to say is my favorite, favorite band, band, but it's autocorrect. <laughs> it said twin sister. <laughs> Fuck. No, or it says it's my twin sister's favorite band. Oh. Okay. So he just didn't. Our wolf pack is my. Well, why the sister. fuck would we want to know that, Zach? <laughs> uh, cool. Thank you. Wolf pack. Well, so she. So tell your twin sister. <laughs> tell your twin sister about uh, the half trays. Yeah, because she'll like it. She probably will like it. That's a lot. the connection. And it's local, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're supposed to use this to promote our friends' things, <laughs> and as soon as it worked, you're like, "Well, why the fuck do you want to know?" <laughs> I'm like, "Wait a minute, is that your fucking business?" <laughs> You just yelled at the guy. <laughs> I'm not used to it. Clearly, I've been out of contact with any humans. Seriously, poor Kaylee's got to deal with the brunt of it. And then Thurman gets to hear the weird stuff. Yeah. Okay, so the the deal is is whatever night we're getting the schedule, I believe, Monday. Whatever night Friendly Foes, they're going to broadcast some Friendly Foes footage. You got to tune into that. You can vote for us on their website. You can, mo- you can make your vote count twice if you vote on the night they premiere our thing, which I said Monday the schedule comes out. Uh, so that makes your vote count twice. If you Venmo us a little cash, it could be a fucking dollar. That makes your vote count three fucking times. All right, so Venmo a fucking dollar. I'll give it back to you. I don't give a shit. Fucking <laughs> just make, it makes your vote count three times, and then we move on to the next round. All right, so check that out. Band Together Buffalo, Friendly Foes, and Orange Corners in there, and Solar Plexus, and Wolf of Walter are in this one. This is a jam uh, band. Yeah, heavy. Zach Ward, Grub. Yeah, well, right? they all, I'm saying for this particular, oh, this, this oh, next that's round. Oh, that's a heavy fucking For the next, rec- next round, there's a bunch of really good stuff. So everybody check that out. All right, thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.